an Australian-aged cheddar. Cockadoo plum and Australian-aged cheddar kettle. Hmm. Kind of strong. Whoa. Um, I don't... I think I tasted the plum. Yeah, there's like a sweetness there that I didn't actually... I definitely tasted the plum. Right, we that probably should eat wild. chips in the podcast. It's kind of our thing. Um, these cheesels are not bad. Do it's not got as yet? much flavor as I expected. Yes. That I taste does. the plum, though. I, uh, on the no, they did a... Cockadoo plum and Australian aged cheddar. <laughs> on their simulated plum powder. <laughs> yes. Not <laughs> overwhelming the cheddar. Dude, no, I'm still recovering from that cheeky, though. That cheeky is awful. Like, you know, I'm almost, gonna go ahead, I'm gonna I think go ahead I almost and, threw up. I'm going to palate cleanse <laughs> a minty. It tastes like toothpaste. Mm. Oh, I found I found the winner so far. The pizza shape is rad. All right. We should be doing this like online. A chicken in a now we're going too far. We should, we, we should, we're going too far. So we right. can't just do chocolate online. All right. You guys ready? Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> we're ready. All right, here we go. Welcome to episode 13 of the Motor City Gameworks podcast. I'm your host, Ben Pinchback, and with me tonight are two of my best friends and business partners from the Universal Life Church, Pastor Matt Riddle. What? What's up? And Reverend Dr. Adam Hill. <laughs> I did a lot more school than Matt did, and I feel like we're equals all to, of a sudden. To arrive at the same place. Suddenly, we're, we're, you know, we're compatriots. Let's, let's so, discuss Bible stuff. Yeah. For those wondering... Sorry. Based on the last couple podcasts, we are not a food podcast. We, <laughs> we would just sure like we're to not. reiterate that. Do you see the table in front of us? <laughs> we are not a we're, food we're podcast. We're not a food podcast. Right. But Matt, <laughs> perhaps you could explain what's yeah. going to be happening in a little bit on this podcast. So we're going to talk about game stuff because we are a gaming podcast. As a matter of we fact, are a we are tabletop a, board gaming publisher. That's the one he always says. A boutique publisher of board games. And that's right. That's what we talk about. It also turns out we have been known to eat food while discussing board games. And... Our great friends over at the Board Game Barbecue Podcast, who we've all actually been on their show, excellent show. Uh, mostly, well, I think they're all from Australia. I'm not, I'm not sure Jules is actually, you know, native, but um, it's a fantastic podcast. If you ever checked it out, so check it out. They're you know right. friends of the shows. Mitch from the Board Game Barbecue yeah. Podcast sent us this gigantic box of food, huge, spread. all Australian delicacies: Tim Tams, wagon wheels, uh, Lamington fingers. These uh, <laughs> burger rings, burger rings, which we haven't got. To. We're gonna save a lot. All right, of this for the Anzac show. biscuit's amazing. <laughs> like I'm not we're, kidding. It's a cookie <laughs> that they're calling a biscuit, and I'm all right with that. We're supposed to be waiting. <laughs> I'm we're sorry, not eating anyway. <laughs> this thing's saying. great. This has crunchy golden baked oats with coconut and a splash of golden syrup, and I think it's the coconut and the golden syrup that make this one shine. Okay, I'm so, looking forward to that. We're gonna get back to the food in a little bit, though. I will say I'm not a coconut guy. But I don't hate it, so I'm I'm, I'm in. These <laughs> these k- k- cockadoo plum and cheddar chips taste like plum. They Some do. Australian food engineer figured out how to make a powdered, a, a, a powdered plum flavor that tastes it's pretty like plum. strong. It's, it's strong plum. It's pretty good. Not that it, we eat plums because right. we don't. I know. <laughs> I've had thing, one before. <laughs> when's the last time I had a plum? I, I figured the thing that doesn't taste like cheese must have been the plum. Right. <laughs> I couldn't pick a plum flavor out of a lineup. You gave me a lot of try. I've had a plum since I was like 11. 
But I can tell you that that is how many a really guesses do you think it would have taken you if those were told? Hey, these are aged <laughs> cheddar and something else chips. How long before you got to plum? So to <laughs> Kettle Brand's credit, it's it definitely fruit. It's like a sweet fruit, but I would have got a real. It would have been a long haul of plum. That's a fact. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> so fellas, way, we'll get back to that. We are a publisher. We'll get back to the the food spread. Yeah. Um, Matt, give us the monthly update. We are yeah. so close to delivering our second game, Motor City. We are. What's up? Been a pretty boring month. For Have Matt. we recorded since we screwed up the die and cost ourselves a bunch did of time and money? Talk about that last time. I think we, we talked did. about that last yeah. time. Yeah. All right. So not so much has changed. We worked through that. Yeah. So basically, we just actually literally today. Uh, I actually forgot to put the update in because I was busy at work today, and uh, I need to do that when I get home tonight because it's Thursday. It's update day. We got the video from the factory that showed. They said, "Listen, it's going to be." Like, you know, an extra week if we ship you the die or we can get going now if you can improve the video. And the video showed all the sides of the dice. It's perfect. It looks just like the other dice, except for it has all six faces correct. Awesome. You know, so That makes yeah, it way better. It makes, which makes way it more better. better. Um, the other die was worse. So basically, this die has the blank face. It has the reroll symbol. It has the four primary symbols otherwise. Looks great. So I kicked them off today, really yesterday. Um, for, they actually, it's funny because they were on vacation. There was a Chinese holiday. From the first to the fifth, I you know that they a bank you know kind of a not bank holiday, geez, you know a, a national <laughs> holiday, right? Um, so when they got back, they said, "Hey, we got took the video for you really quick when we got in the office this morning. You know, let us know and we'll get this kicked off." So hopefully, that means we're, I think about two weeks out probably from being redone with production, and then a you know a little bit of time after that for them to repack, right? So you know, literally to their credit, right? These awesome our folks in China who are doing such a great job at what's games are going to pull out. The incorrect dice and put in the correct dice. Now it turns out because we asked for this, they hadn't shrink wrapped everything. So oh, that's nice. great. Yeah, it was all Huge. it was all there, but it wasn't like all shrink wrapped and palleted because we hadn't approved it yet. Because we we put into our process the you know that we wanted to do the hard approval. Um, so that saved a little bit of time. So you know it you know there's a little bit of a cost for us, frankly, to reprint the dice and some labor, which is all fine. That's part of the deal. We're you know we'll take care of that and we'll get it to our backers. I'm going to go ahead and call it January. I, I think we just need to open the fact that it's going to be 2023. <laughs> Adam's going in for a cheeky. Um, You're eating another cheeky? What is wrong with you? I kind of mm. like the cheeky, too. I'm going to go back to it a bit. It's not. <laughs> Imagine a Tootsie Roll and a Juju Fruit but worse. had a baby. And That's it's a, a cheeky. <laughs> like a, a chocolate fruit snack. Yes, it's like a chocolate fruit snack, only if the chocolate is very poor. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to try cheeky again. The oh, point is, um, man. We're probably two weeks away, maybe three, to getting back on a pallet, which gets us back onto the ocean. But all said done, I mean, the fact that we're already mid-October basically means by the time it actually gets here across the ocean, et cetera, we're going to be in January, just like Man. Three Sisters was. So I actually, it's funny, I actually submitted mm. a correction on BGG yesterday to put Motor City as 2023. Yeah, you know, so, so we so can win get, all those awards. So it doesn't get confused. Yeah. That no one puts it on the 2022 lists. All seven people that have played it. That's good. So that's rolling. We did everything we could except uh, proof the dice properly to get it here yeah. in 2022. And one little mistake, you're to yep. 23. And, and this know, cheeky is worse the second time. Oh, it's not better. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Mitch, we love your brother, but these cheekies are wild. So our next project, yeah. uh, speaking of two weeks, uh, that's probably about a, I don't know, how far we're going to be down the line. And we still don't have an artist that can draw buildings that we like. Yeah. So we're working that's on, like really hard, apparently. We're working on a French Quarter. Um, it's turning out the gameplay is going excellently. Our, sorry, that Anzac. It's yeah. like the macaroon type of thing. It's good. 
It's actually not bad. I haven't, gotten, I haven't got there yet. Mitch, Adam's a big Mitch, fan. Mitch, we like the Anzac too. The Anzac one. biscuits. Yeah, yeah. I haven't Solid. got there yet, but I'm going to get there. These are Australian made. I'm excited about the candy bars. We're getting there in a minute. Yeah, 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 yeah. French but Quarter. So, so French Quarter, we have been working with you know uh, Marlies again to do the sheets. and she, She's the best. She's the awesome. And we... You know, we um, are getting 100%. a little bit of outside graphic design help, you know, stuff that from, you know, picking up some gaps from Adam. Then what we're trying to figure out now is who's doing the cover. <laughs> and it's the problem. What I what I realized, I went through so many board games on BGG and a lot of them are that very kind of, I'll say soft, for lack of a better word, Euro style. And that's OK. It's just not what we want for French Quarter. And I think there's just not a lot of people that have. Both buildings and people and yeah. vehicles in their bag. I think it's just a, it's a, it's a smaller group of folks and and they're all busy and they're all busy. Like the Eno tools of the world, right. They're all busy and we're small and they don't need us. Yeah, <laughs> so, so they don't we, get back to you slash us. They don't, and and even they don't one, have to. Right, exactly. We and work and with even them in then, a it's a lot of it's very stylized, and we're we're trying yeah. to be a little, you know, our line. There's a little bit of stylization on Motor City for sure, but. Overall, we're trying to keep it a little more realistic, which is tough because a lot of the New Orleans and French Quarter stuff tends to be stylized. So we're walk, we're trying to walk a line to give artists their you know their ability to be creative, but we want to keep it within what we think the line should look like. So I I, I have someone I'm talking to now, and I actually did throw a hail mary at Quanchai just in case. Wow, there's no way he's available in the next four months because he's Quanchai, but I'm like I'm gonna try. I'm like, you know, I don't know why I didn't try it. We had dinner ago. with him. We're kind of friends. Yeah, no, we're, we're like vaguely friends. Yeah. Like, he knows who we are. Like, he like, likes if us. If we saw him, he'd be like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah, what's I up, think we, we all like baseball. Quantize a baseball guy. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I sent him an email. Yeah. I think he's probably at Essen, right? I assume because he's awesome. But yeah. he's so awesome. I'd love to work with him. Either way, so the French Quarter cover art is a struggle. Um, but the good news is, from a game design perspective, we're darn close. You know, Ben and Adam and I were all looking at the solo mode this week so we can get in front of testers. And then otherwise, it's going to be back to the grind for Kickstarter pages and all that stuff. Man, but I can't believe we're doing that again. It's like already the end of the year and we're going, March is going to be here before we know Man, it. Man, fellas, that cheeky's still messing me up. <laughs> no, literally, I almost threw up. Yeah, I'm so out. bad. I'm going to actually palate cleanse you, right. with a cheesel. Here's a like, great palate I want a, cleanser. A board game barbecue, I love y'all. But y'all can keep those cheekies right over there in your little area. Right, they're these uh, little your, your area. They don't need to be hanging out in our area. I don't, I don't need them around me. Are not shapes. They're just these little flavored crackers. Not terribly different than a chicken and a biscuit type of thing. We got oh, yeah. barbecue, mini chicken, crimpy, and pizza. I'm working on the. For my I'm money, about the to pizza. Pizza is leader in the clubhouse for me. I'm gonna okay, try the pizza. barbecue here. They so do, guys, they do look like chicken and biscuit crackers. Yeah, they're pretty good. I believe so, that's barbecue. That's barbecue. You just had. It was about a month ago. Me and the boys went to Grand Con. Yeah, it was awesome. So I got three teenage boys. They're basically all thirteen. Went out, hung out for the weekend, did Grand Con. Adam, I know you couldn't make it, but we actually ended up running into our good friend John Gilmore. Why is barbecue Barbecue's so hard? Barbecue's that's, terrible. That's, like that's the barbecue shapes bad. are bad. They're actively There's bad. There's one good barbecue chip in the entire world, and it's not it. <laughs> Sorry. Like I don't know why barbecue flavor. I don't know. It must be me. I, I mean, I know we all we all together kind of hate barbecue flavor stuff. Apparently, have you but tried the chicken yet? It's I'm it's going It's not around. awesome, but the pizza one is awesome. <laughs> I can tell you, I, pizza I have a, one is good. <laughs> Much like my cutting pizza into squares, cutting around pizza into squares stance, my stance is that it's really hard to do good fake meat flavor. That yeah, that chicken. Have you tried it yet? I'm in it right now. You're not missing much. It's a, like a weaker chicken and biscuit cracker. It really I is. I don't love chicken and biscuit crackers Man. either. All right. Sorry, Grand Cat. Yeah. So we roll in, and to the credit 
of um, one of the vendors there. Guy's name is Aries, starting because his last name. He's basically repping a local game store from like Indiana. Because Grand Con didn't have a lot of like publisher vendors. They had a couple, but right. most of their booths were like game stores that had inventory there and whatever. And this Those one pizza dude, are good. They're really good. They are. The, he, uh, the pizza... Pizza shapes, whatever. Sorry, go ahead. A super nice dude. So we yeah. walk in. We're like at the convention for less than 30 seconds. And my boys see a guy. This happens to be this guy. Aries, really nice guy. Setting up Attack on Titan. It's from like 2017. And it's got this Titan that's like two and a half feet tall made out of cardboard that you stack on the table. So if you don't know, Attack on Titan is a very popular like anime right, that the teenagers right. are My son are and I are watching to. through that right now. Absolutely. It's like one of the big ones. My son's right. got the mangas and like they love this. So literally we're 30 seconds into Grand Con and they see an Attack on Titan game being set up. They're like, Dad, we need to play that. I'm like, well, it's probably too hard, guys. We're not going to be able to learn from the rule book. And uh, we walk by and the guy goes, hey, I'm looking for four players. I'm I'm just about to teach it. I need four players. So we're like, hey, must have been meant to be. So exactly. we sit down and play this pretty cool Attack on Titan game. And I'm playing it. And I'm like, this game isn't that bad. Like, it's actually quite good. Was he teaching the game while he sells, like, other games? Or is yeah. He, he, oh, he okay. was there as, as a retailer. Like retailer. A this was store. after hours. Got it. Got he it. He was okay. just chilling, playing games with people at that point. And the point is, the game's pretty good. And I'm like, give me that box. And I look at it. You'll never guess who designed the Attack on Titan game with the two and a half foot Titan. Antoine Bowser and Ludovic Montblanc. <laughs> Bowser. I'm like, of course it's great. It's from Bowser. Are you kidding me? Just like reinforced how much better people like that are. You know what else is great? Games than us. Caramel Koalas. <laughs> Oh, give me uh, one of those. Where are they? They gotta be. I mean, it's, just Cadbury, it's a I Cadbury love, Caramello, yeah, right? Cadbury Caramellos are excellent. Oh, These are just koala right shaped. So another first at Grand Con, our buddy Scott Holmes, mm-hmm. love him. We designed a game together with him. We just hang out with him at cons. But I've never actually played one of his Tiny Epic games. Mm-hmm. And I got to play Tiny Epic Mechs, and it was my kid's favorite game of the convention. Awesome. And I totally get why every time he releases one, it sells. It's almost like he knows what he's doing. It's almost like Scott's a great designer and knows mm-hmm. exactly what he's doing. And he literally packs a huge game into a little box. It took me like 40 minutes to read the rules. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I thought, hey, 20 minutes will be going. It was darn near an hour of setup and rules. But anyway, it was great. Cisco loved it. You build these little mechs. You go around the arena, fight each other. <laughs> ben played Tiny Epic Rules. Yeah. <laughs> hey No, I totally get it. Um... So not Are you okay over there? I think we just lost Matt. Did you have another cheeky? (laughs) I think we just lost Matt. I did not. I I mean, geez, you like had a sneezing fit and then a a coughing fit? I had a sneeze coming and it all kind of wrapped around. Well, don't worry. We all got it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I've got my headphones on here. We all got that. I meant to come back in after the cough. Played Top Gun. I don't know if you saw the picture or not. Yes, I saw the picture. How was it? It was rad. Like, for a themed game about a movie, there's two phases. You start up playing volleyball, oh, which is hilarious. I heard it was awful. The game? Yeah. No, it's not awful. It Who's, it from? Who's it from? Who's it from? The four of us aren't going to, the three of us aren't going to sit there it's, and play uh, it. It's the company out west that does all the theme stuff. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Prospero Hall. Prospero. Well, they Listen, do a really good job with those themed do. games, hitting that sweet spot as far as, like, it's it's accessible, it's fun, and it, it Listen, reminds it's not like you. The, they, yeah. they play the nostalgia card the right amount. Give you something fun to do. It's a lighter game. The three of us and Joe aren't going to sit down and play it together, got it. two on two. But when you've got three 13-year-olds and me, and we're two on two. Did they watch Top Gun? Yeah, we okay. saw them all. I knew I couldn't remember if they'd gone back and watched the old one or not. We watched the old one because we were going to see the new one. Yeah, So we watched it. them both. Turns you got out, how sweaty the old one is? Oh, my gosh. Well, so that's the funny <laughs> There's a lot of sweat. There is. The game starts out with the volleyball phase. 
That's why you got to hand it to Prospero Hall because they know their audience. Yeah. They know what to put in the game. It's so pretty funny. Phase one is the volleyball phase. You do this little volleyball thing with cards, which just gives you a little bonus to the jet fighter dog, the dog fighting Amazing. phase. Mm. And it totally, you do a little dog fighting thing. So it's like Jaws. I didn't play that one. Oh, Jaws had the same thing where the first thing is you're like at the beach yeah. and you're like rounding up things. And then how you do at that plays into you turn the board over how well you do at the yeah. shark, fighting the shark like fighting the shark totally exact same thing there. got it and it totally smart. works it's smart it works because if you're playing the game because you like the movie that's the things you want to do emma by the way was telling me this and i was there a couple weekends ago that the uh the what's goose's son's name yep Goose's son in the new top right. or whatever. Uh, no, I got you. His mustache has taken over college campuses. All these college dudes <laughs> yes. have his mustache. Yes. It's I terrible teach it one of those. and awesome. I you teach it teach one, of, one those. of those. And yes, they it all, has. They all have this mustache. All of them got this that sweet brown sugar just yep. right across and that upper lip. And it is on fire. It, I mean, because it's oh, we're breaking out the burger rings. Some of the dudes can really grow it and some of them can't right and, and it's almost like the, the worse it is yeah the, the better, better it is yeah it is. and it's because of that top gun guy i don't remember yeah 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 that's literally so top gun one is literally lily's favorite movie now wow like she retroactively watched it and loved it and then not, they both they, her and emma both love maverick which okay I also so enjoy. burger rings here this looks like a funyun only it's supposed to be like burger flavored which food flavored food is always a gamble <laughs> i stand by my there's no such thing as a good meat flavored snack that here is already meat Oh, here we go. So we'd encourage you to Google these things as you yeah. listen along to get the Big full Big burger effect. taste in the burger rings. I gotta get my water. See, I ready. think Hold burger on. rings are gonna be good. Let's see. Um, here we go. Burger ring. You keep thinking. <laughs> oh, that's so bad. <laughs> They're different. They're like a funyun. They're almost exactly like a funyun. Is that ketchup? It's like a funyun with ketchup. It's like a ketchup. It I, is. I don't hate these. <laughs> <laughs> Because they they did something smart. They didn't try to make it taste like a burr. They made it just like ketchup. Yeah, yeah. The second and third one are actually getting better. It was just yeah. the shock of the ketchup. I think. Yeah, it's a funyun with ketchup, which apparently is pretty good. The, gets the Motor City Game Works seal of <laughs> approval and three thumbs up. Shocker. Whereas those cheekies. <laughs> this podcast likes ketchup. Got three thumbs down. Even though I'm like you know I'm my Canadian roots, I do not like ketchup chips in nah. general. I like no. all dressed, which is ketchup adjacent, but yeah. Like now, straight up right now, what out. you don't know is that we started with a pregame uh, work on some cheesels, which are an, uh, uh, they're like the cheese balls that used to come in a can and yeah, spelled with a Z at rings. the end. But they're like rings. You could wear them as rings. Like if you were a kid, you could totally. Yeah, this is what you do. Yeah. These are great. I'm using them as my palate cleanser. Me too. I'm cheesing up after mm-hmm. just because the burger rings are it's a strong flavor. Like sure a real is. strong flavor. I'm gonna go two more burger rings. A lot of this stuff is going home with the pinchback bus, so the bo- <laughs> the boys can put this all down. <laughs> There's a lot of ketchup. We're gonna give them the sweet, uh, sweet mustard pickles. So yeah. by the way, the uh, caramello koala was just a caramello, and it was yeah. awesome. Of course, yeah. it was awesome. Because caramellos are the best. Fantastic. Why don't Can't we miss. get caramello koalas over here? Like those would sell like crazy. Yeah, I don't know why we have to have regular well, like squares, lame yeah, squares. I, I mean, it's, we don't have koalas. Yeah, but you know we have. Why couldn't we have like? But we like cute animals. That's crazy. You know what's not crazy? These Anzac biscuits I haven't tried yet. <laughs> They're amazing. All right, I'm first in to dig on. Back to back to uh, Gen Con, not Gen Con. Oh, nope. Grand Con. Grand I, only Con. Have a, I have a couple more quick comments. Have you seen the King of Tokyo Dark Edition? The cover of it, not in real life. It's unfreaking believable. Like it's so great. Anyway, 
it's an amazing cover and like usually when things are dark you can't see anything yeah. it's just awful and kind of ugly but it, they pulled it off and it's beautiful and it's did you see uh, co-op king of tokyo they no. just announced it today. Wow. It's like King of the Jungle or King of the Monster Island. Okay. It's, King of, it's, it's Garfield, King of Tokyo, the whole deal Dang. called King of Monster Island. It's co-op. So so much better than I us. don't like coconut, but these are still good. They are. Dude, the Anzac biscuits are fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're legit. Last shout out, Brian Lentz, who mm-hmm. owns and runs Grand Con, yeah, yep. came by, talked up the boys, threw a bunch of free swag at him. That was really sweet. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. great. He's a solid guy. He's a solid dude. One of them was like uh, one of those campaigns that Gilmore and his friends did. It wasn't the kids yeah. on bikes. Yeah, it was yeah, the yeah, teens yeah. in space. Okay. I've seen these. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Ty actually got this starter kit of D&D, which is pretty cool at one of the stores. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's got the starter kit, everything he needs to do. His buddy's actually going to come over tomorrow, so him and Cisco and his buddy can do a little starter campaign. Oh, nice. Oh, this is where it all begins. I know, I'm pretty it's proud wonderful. of him. I want to play with him, but I got stuff to do. But Yeah, man, one day. D&D with Ty and his friends. I actually, I was thinking about that because I, I've been complaining about how I don't have a game night because we just design, and our other couple buddies, that, you know, Matt Smith, Peter, friends of the podcast, haven't had their game nights in a long time. Like I guess I could find an RPG. I don't think I'll enjoy it. I hate pretending. Like as a rule, it's not my thing. But I want to try it, and I have the time to that try. It's one it. of those Matt Riddle things I've ever heard you say. It is. I hate pretending. I do. How How are you a game designer? I like you I basically have... are like I hate fun. He likes math. Yep. Wow. I like I like efficiency, Adam. That's what I really enjoy. When you I ex- mean that. When you explain a new game to Matt, and you like. Start explaining the theme. You've tried to do that. Oh, as soon as I start reading, he's like, skip that part. No, like, or a game idea you have. Like, hey, we're going to make a game about, like, you start explaining the theme. He's just like, whatever. Tell me the math trick. It's hard. It's like, you know, you guys know me. I'm like, I have no shame. I'm willing, like, I'll do, I don't wear costumes because it's a, I don't, like, I feel like, I don't know. I'm out. Like, I'm not a friggin' rabbit or whatever my costume is. So I can't, I can't get my brain there. I'm, I'm just saying. What in the I don't world know what's going on with this wagon wheel. That wagon wheel is this two wagon wheels? That is two wagon wheels. Okay. Oh, is it? Are you sure that's not one giant wagon? I'm positive. Wheel? It says there's eight of them. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Good at math. Is this so? <laughs> is this going to be marshmallow in here? There yes. is marshmallow I love, and I love jam. Marshmallow. marshmallow and jam. We don't do a lot of jam. jam. Yeah, like we don't do a lot of jam in our snacks in America. We going wagon wheel right now? I, I'm gonna after I finish my. So Anzac. it's basically gonna be a moon pie plus jam. This is not gonna go well. Hmm. It was better than a moon pie, because it's got jam. All right, I'll eat Adam's half of one. Mm. What do you think? Mm. It's not better it. than a moon pie. I you don't think myself. so. I'm really partial to moon pies. You love moon pies? I've never met anybody that likes moon pies. So, here's a side here's a side story. <laughs> Wait, did your grandma invent the moon pie? <laughs> <laughs> well, among other things that she invented. The moon right. pie. No, she you, did not. These are the awesome. Pie, but I, I like the jam. I was uh, when I lived in Tennessee. We went down to Bell Buckle, Tennessee. That's a real place. Um, <laughs> Is that Bell Buckle or Belt Buckle? Tennessee? Uh, very clearly, Bell Buckle. Okay, much better. L L. Yeah. Okay. One word. Buckle. Uh, yeah. Bell Buckle, Tennessee. Okay, got it. Um, I want to give a shout out to Bell Buckle. All our <laughs> listeners out there. Um, and I want to recognize that as the home of the RC Cola and Moon Pie Festival. Which I have been to. Of course you have. Multiple times. And uh, let me tell you what I found out at the Bell Buckle, RC Cola, and Moon Pie Festival. Is RC Cola from Tennessee, by chance? Neither RC Cola or <laughs> Moon Pies are made in Bell Buckle, Tennessee. Got Okay. Or have ever been. Good clarification. They just decided to make a festival about those two things together. 
and I have been twice. <laughs> twice? <laughs> not once? Not just once. Multiple times at the so, Bell Buckle Festival. I'm not saying that somebody was super high when they had that idea, <laughs> but I feel like some Bell Buckle Town Council was enjoying themselves when they saying, thought of that idea. I'm just saying that was... The Bell Either Buckle, way, sorry. The Bell RC Buckle, Cola, RC Cola, and, and Moon, Moon Pie, Pie Festival. Festival. So, Neither of which are products from Bell Buckle. My parents visited uh, Alabama on a trip last year. And one of the places they went to was Mobile, Alabama. Mobile, yeah. Who appar- Mobile, sure. Mobile. Who apparently loves the Moon Pie more than anyone else because for the uh, New Year's, instead of dropping a ball, they actually dropped a Moon Pie. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why Mobile... Loves the moon pie so much. Is moon pie made in Mobile, Alabama? Uh, no, it's made in Chattanooga, Tennessee, actually, according oh, to Wikipedia. Oh. So according to Bell Buckle, I can see why they can, like, hey, we're going to borrow the moon pie from Chattanooga. Chattanooga's got enough going on, Adam. Chattanooga's got plenty of stuff, all right? They got choo They got all sorts of stuff. We need the moon pie here in Bell Buckle. So let's just do it. I'll tell you what we need. We need some lamington fingers. All right. While you do that, I'm going to ask Ben one last Grand Con question. Were you guys there just Saturday, or did you do like the overnight the whole deal? We did. Uh... <laughs> we did Saturday all day, stayed the oh, night, okay. and then kind of went home. Uh... How close are they? We actually. <laughs> <laughs> this bag just farted because it smells just like a fart. <laughs> well, what is Lamington? I wonder. We're going to find out in a minute. Well, so how many years away are you? Are the boys from wanting to do the big cons? They kind of want to now, but I was like, I don't know. We might have to work, you know, and be busy next year at Origins or uh, Gen Con, whatever, when we go to. Yeah, so. I think Gen Con already got preempted by vacation again. Yeah, so if we're only doing Origins next year, they're probably a couple years away yeah. still. I'm really looking forward to hopefully Origins and Unpub. Man, Gosh, I just I got roasted by these Lamington fingers. <laughs> uh, it is a soft sponge cake covered in chocolate coating. And coconut. And I should point out, it is not chocolate coating. It's chalk coating. C-H-O-C. I sure. It does not that's spell a lot out the of, word. That's a lot of coconut for me. Yeah, your interpretation of the fart is just that choco and uh, coconut. Well. Are you going in first? I'm going in first because I am a fan of chocolate and coconut and sponge cake for that matter. So this should work. This should this should be good oh, for me. Oh, God. And? This is great. Wow. It started right, well, out smelling like a fart and then got a, this is great. So here's the thing. That's a huge turnaround. Huge turnaround. <laughs> we don't do enough sponge cake in our it's desserts It's a stunning here. comeback. <laughs> it's a stunning, huge development <laughs> for the Lamington Fingers. I'm enjoying the Lamington Finger despite the coconut. Because that, that sponge cake is good. Uh, a good I sponge like cake. sponge cake. We don't. Culver's does sponge cake. Dude, like it's like mix it into way their... lighter than you think it is. When yeah, you yeah. pick one up, it's like Here, half the you, weight. Can you plate me? I'm not going to hold this thing for the next hour. I'm going to All right. put it next to my Vegemite. Right, I'm going in can... for the Lamington Fingers. Oh, we've not done Vegemite yet. No, no, we're saving that for later. I was just wanting to put the uh, Laminite, the Lang, Lamington. The Lamington Fingers. That's shockingly okay. Yeah. I don't need a lot of sponge cake, but that's not bad. I do. I don't I like it. I'm getting another one. Just to save, yeah. I'll work on these a little bit. That's so bad. we're only like thirty percent through the uh, the swag here. They What's... sent us so much, yeah, like, Mitch, and I need you to the understand. Best. They sent us this for all of us. So like, we got eighteen Lamington fingers to work through. <laughs> We've got a whole bag of Anzac biscuits. We've got two different kinds of Tim Tams with like 
I don't know, 16 in each bag. Like, yeah. like I'm excited we, for the Tim Tams. We, they look good. We all have barbecue-shaped crackers. We all have pizza-shaped crackers. We, we all have chicken crimpy-shaped <laughs> crackers. Like, there's, we all got cheesels. We all got these Cadbury things, and you know what we're sharing? Cheekies. Cheeky. We did. We they did. were smart not to send us three bags of Cheekies. <laughs> that would have no. been three bags too many. That's, That's right. I love y'all. I really do. Y'all can keep those cheekies. You got to tell me, Mitch. You can email me. I'll email you back. Like, was the cheekies a joke, or do y'all like love those things? Because they're like, it's literally a chocolate fruit snack in the worst possible way. And I, I just, I got to know if that's something that you actually enjoy, or if that was like a setup. But like, we're gonna put cheekies in there and figure it out. Because I, I, I mean, they're they're wild. We'd like to reiterate that we are not. A food podcast. We're not a food podcast. That's a good point. We're but if you'd also like to send us food, we may or may not be willing to <laughs> eat right. it on air. We can we can totally do this with anyone else's snacks. <laughs> to be fair, like if you ne- want to send us some hungry howies, you know, when we're recording or something, totally eat that. That's on fair. Just and what, that's a that's a Detroit product, right? That is a I mean, Detroit that is, product. That is made here. In I was Detroit. actually thinking, like, how do you you know sort of like figure out where we're at relative to like because. I'm not saying Australia. Like, there's a lot of zones of Australia, right? Like, you know, for us, it's like an island, but it's huge. So, I can't figure out. There's American food versus regional Michigan food. Like, I was trying to think of how I would do this same thing without getting incredibly regionalized and doing yeah. like Michigan stuff and Detroit stuff, which by no means necessarily represents just like, America's. Just whole. trying to send them a coney dog. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they, they'd thank you for that. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, I thought that it didn't quite work out because it was a little bit too. All right, but I need I need to talk to Sarah. Yeah. About these cheekies <laughs> and about um, what's the deal with putting jam in the middle of that wagon wheel? I like, I like the jam. I know you did, uh, but I, I just have some questions and then I want to know are like ketchup flavored chips generally like well received? I wonder if Australia. ketchup flavored chips is so Canadian. I wonder if it they is. exist other places. I, well, but I can tell you that they, if they like burger rings, they would love them. I agree. I totally agree. No, I think ketchup-flavored chips probably would do pretty well. I mean, because the burger rings are just ketchup rings. Yeah. What is that? Like, what is, what was that? Is that corn or rice? Like, Funyuns, like, in these burger rings, what are they? Uh, right. You know I, I don't mean? know. Like, I think it, it's Because it's not a cheese corn. puff. Corn and rice. Oh, it's so a, it's both. It's polymer. Corn and rice. Yeah. Yeah. No. But, like, that, you know what I mean? There's a different kind of crunch. Like, the Funyuns and these don't have, like, the cheese curl crunch or yeah. the... It has that this doesn't occur naturally in nature. Yeah, it's a science this crunch. This doesn't happen. That's, <laughs> yes, that's science fair. crunch for sure. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So speaking of board games, yeah. in our first game, Three Sisters, yeah. the farming rolling, right, that's yeah. sweeping the globe. It is. I actually got to play Three Sisters, the yard game last weekend. We harvested some honey, boys. Oh, yeah. So, we bought some of that honey. Yeah. That honey's great. Listeners of the show may or may not know, Matt always likes to say Three Sisters was I just made a board game of my backyard. That true, is true. I totally did. Pool expansion. Yep. Although in real life, it's hard to grow fruit and it's kind of a complete waste of time. In the board game, the fruit actually grows. What? Where you you invest like $250 and 40 hours to buy uh, or to produce what $40 the grocery store could get yeah, you? Yeah, you get like your $50 apple <laughs> right. when you try to do it at home. Now, the one thing that does produce, though, are the honeybees. So I had two hives this summer. They went crazy. We had great weather in Michigan. 
And I got my previous high, fellas. So I maxed out victory points on honey and wax, let's just say. I love my it. previous high was eight and a half gallons out of two hives. Okay. This year, we got 13 gallons 13. of honey. 13. The ladies wow. did a great Boom. job. Nice work, queens. Yes, yeah. we maxed out victory points. So that hey, was pretty cool. The uh, burger ring plus the cheesel. Kind of good. Oh, you did both? Like I a did, sandwich? Like a sandwich. Now, what so if you like did a, like a burger ring, cheesel, burger ring to make an actual burger out of it? Those cheesels like are a, pretty high. Like, like a cheese burger. I, I think you'd be doing our listeners a disservice if you didn't make a burger <laughs> out of two burger, burger rings and one so cheesel. Burger ring, cheesel. I feel like we need a picture ring. of this to send to Mitch. Yeah, let me, let me get a picture of that. Right. Give, like, me, give me just a second. Give me a second. He's going to appreciate this. He is going to appreciate my. Gigantic fatness. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That there is, is the cheesel hey, sandwich. Remember, this remember is the cheeseburger right here. We started this podcast on our weight loss journey. <laughs> <laughs> I reversed sure that train. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I didn't get all the way back. Let's but just I, say the journey <laughs> has come a little bit full circle. Uh, go for it. It's pretty good. This is the cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's uh, a lot. It and those cheesels are tall. Like, yeah, they are. They're, there's depth. Well, I mean, that's fantastic. It tastes kind of like a cheeseburger, like to their, you know. Either way, that's pretty good. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of this live live. There's live video right here of yeah. all the snacks. The crazy look at, look of at snacks. this. I mean, you need this to understand is the part I'm excited how about much right here. was going on. I know. Like, look, candy, mm-hmm. chips. They they sent us golden syrup and pickles. Like we're not even doing the whole Milo thing. Like, yeah, we we the, got a dented can of Milo that that looks fantastic. I'm gonna it's take. Like the, I'm gonna do the Milo or? at home. I'm yeah. gonna talk about that when we get to the Tim Tams. But yeah, um, yeah. So speaking of Three Sisters, by the way, the I think as of today, uh, Spanish Three Sisters is gonna get on a boat. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So that I, that's our second to last co-printed Three Sisters. Uh, German Three Sisters is is launching at Essen today. Right, is it actually coming out at Essen? Well, it came out like three weeks ago. Okay. Like they, they did right a on. store release, but it's at Essen live. Like you can buy it in the, I'm not going to say the word, uh, I'm not going to butcher the German word. But Schwerkleff Verlag? Yeah. Yeah. Something their, like that. Their booth. Um, we love them as a partner. Not the best logo. <laughs> it's like a weird, like burning planet thing. Each their own. Yeah. So look for that. And there they they got a lot of it. They got like Man, I would love to see German Three Sisters a picture from Essen. I have not seen a picture from Essen. I've seen a picture of people playing and reviewing German Three Sisters. I actually followed sure whatever that words uh, Twitter today just to look to see, and he had some reposts of people. Oh, right uh, on. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I'd love to hear how that one does. Actually, I meant to tell Newman to go check it out. I forgot Daniel, friend of the show, Daniel Newman is at Essen. Oh yeah, right on. Yeah. Have so, him go look up at Dreischwestern. Is that the name of the Oh, movie? yeah, yeah. That, that's apparently whatever that means. <laughs> three I, Sisters. I assume yeah. is it a direct translation or do they That is it? a direct translation. There it is. Three Sisters. So, yeah, that's it. Right now, so that's pretty awesome. All right, Adam. <clears throat> I got a serious question for you. Back oh, to board games. Yeah, I'm yeah. so ready. Because as much as we're not a food podcast, we are a tabletop board game publisher. And this podcast was started to kind of document our journey as a small business, as publishers, as designers. And we've had a pretty good first year and a half. We've got three sisters. It showed up. We got it to all our backers. And then it's gone worldwide in, I don't know, five, six, seven different languages. It's going great. Motor City's out there. We've got a little bit of a nice little uh, reserve built up. And I've been listening a lot to this podcast called Business Wars. Have you ever heard of this? I have not. 
It is so rad. So it goes through like Hasbro versus Mattel and Ben and Jerry's versus Hagen Dazs and Blockbuster versus Netflix and all these like really cool things oh, yeah. over the history. And it's it's such a good listen. But the one thing that happens in all of these uh, episodes is they're always these big companies. They're always taking over each other. It's like, oh, they want to grow. So they take over this and mm-hmm. they buy them and they buy this. So Matt's not going to want to answer this because he always likes to keep it as simple as possible. But Adam, mm, you're, a man of, you're a man of vision. And you know that Motor City Gameworks is limitless. We limitless. Can, we can take this thing as far as we want to go. Limit. It is limitless. So, Adam, now that we have this Scrooge McDuck money vault that we're all doing backstrokes in, yeah. yes. who are we going to take over? Who should we buy? Hmm. <laughs> who should we hostily take over? <laughs> we're announcing a hostile takeover I'm on not saying we're announcing it. I'm just saying, saying brainstorm with me. I just yeah. want to hit you with it on air. Come on. Which, which publisher, Adam, Give will me a take our bit. dozens of dollars? That's right. Give me a little time to think on it. We'll, okay. We'll, come we back. We're going to come back yeah, to you later, but I want you to think about that while we're not. Because we have you know those dozens of dollars, yep. and at some point, we'll take a little bit of something for ourselves. You know, Like Matt always says, we'll pay ourselves probably less than or equal to the royalty we would have just got if we sold the game to somebody else. Pretty close. Make a little something. Point. But you know, with, the, with this huge money vault we got going, I want you to be thinking about hostile takeovers. Motor City Gameworks is going to be taking over the world, man. I'm on it, Ben. Okay. What about the other way? Who would you want to take us over? Besides Asmodee? Yeah, besides Asmodee. <laughs> they don't need another design studio. They got like 17 of them. I guess it would depend what the agreement is. Like, I don't know that I want to design games and like just have somebody else get the credit necessarily. You know, I'm kind of enjoying the current setup, but... I was thinking through how many games we'd have to actually design to be full-time. Yeah. And it's a lot. It's more than you want it to be. Yeah, it's, more, it's, it's a job. It becomes really what it is, which is a job. We've always been very much not treating it like a job, right? It's our hobby. We do it because we want to. Obviously, there's aspects of running Motor City Gameworks that are job-like, but I mean, overall, though, you, the time you'd have to commit and the amount of games you'd have to design is so high. It is, and you can't run six Kickstarters a year. We'd have to be direct right. to retail. We'd have to have those partnerships. I would love to hear, do you remember the podcast back in the day, uh, The Money Guy? Yeah. Remember, he talked about Fleet back in the day because Fleet made like the- Building tenth, the Dream. Building the Dream. Yeah. I, I would I'd be interested- Funding the to, Dream, Building the Dream. One yeah, of the two. one yeah, of those yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd be interested to hear where it is now because of simply the fact that you can't run six Kickstarters because nothing can get over here. Yeah. Like you can't, fulfill not fulfill you can't freight that many games here like you've got to even like we were listening so i was on uh my other favorite podcast the uh uh geek all-stars and with our buddy tox yeah so me tox oh, and i oh, i need to listen to that one yeah, i was yeah. excited that you guys were on no it was together. cool and he was talking about how you know with uh, his new position with um, lucky duck lucky duck you know they've got a lot of games like 20 different boats right just chipping games all at the same time but they have like four releases coming out at the same time yeah like right now like for sn gen con etc and you have good, to good for them i know <laughs> i know but you have to do that because you can't like spread things out because you can't it takes six months to get here i know it's, it's crazy just, so either way the point is i mean it's you know it, that makes i'd be i would love to hear somebody's business analysis of how you would actually process through more than what we do right the one a year is you know we're, we're talking by the time we deliver we're a month and a half away from kickstarting again i know like, isn't that wild there's no off season yeah and that's one a year so at some point if it warranted it would be nice to do like a mid-year three sisters campaign or something if i'll get off my butt and actually design that but. yeah if we had a, a smaller project in between we could totally pull it off yeah i totally agree with that but yeah doing you know multiple big uh i'll say big releases a year man i don't know how you do it 
not especially not now with Kickstarter or GameFound, et cetera. So I did see How's the GameFound experiment going. I haven't been super paying attention. Is it are they funding okay? Yeah, so people, like comparable. They are, but I think it's the uh, listen. This is totally seems to me yeah. right. Seems to me that a project that would have done well on Kickstarter is also doing well on GameFound. Right. I'm not sure a boutique project that needs Kickstarter will do okay on GameFound. Yeah. I don't think they have that built-in audience that Kickstarter does, obviously because they're new, but they can absolutely support a hit. Even I mean, I know their own project maze is making like three million right now. Okay. Some Awakened Realms thing. I, I don't even know. So what if it is. you have an audience. They'll, they'll find you they'll on follow you to game found absolutely. But if you're building it from the ground up for the first time ever, I it think, might be a little tougher sledding. Yeah, I think GameFound's interface is great, like legitimately. Um, I think it's very pretty. I think it's actually prettier than Kickstarter. I think it's easier than Kickstarter even. And your uh, fulfillment pledge manager is built in, so it's all really? one site, well, which that's is nice. genius, right? Because I mean, listen, we love the guys over at Pledge Manager; they're awesome they to are us. Great. But people do. They lose track of having to go from Kickstarter to an external site. There's, there's a, there's some. Well, I was just joking. There, I was you know? joking to my brother the other day about if you really think about it from an outsider's perspective. We were, we were at the local mm-hmm. high school varsity game. Yeah. On Friday night, um, you were there. It was the last um, dance night for your senior. senior night. And yep, so yep. the whole town, you know, we live in a medium size, you know, sure suburban do. town. The whole town's at the varsity football game. My eighth grader was marching in the band that night. Yep. And uh, I was talking to my brother, like there was some advertising, like it's 2022 and every, you know, high school has a video scoreboard and they had local advertisements on the scoreboard. It sure did. So I was just joking with Joe about, hey, it'd be funny to see how much it takes to get a Motor City Gameworks, yeah. complete joke, by the way. Yeah. How much would it be to get a Motor City Gameworks, you know, thing up there saying, mm-hmm. hey, back our Kickstarter. And we're laughing because to the average person on the street, like for a gamer, it's like normal to go to Kickstarter, right? right. But if somebody in the stands it our local high school, if you're trying to sell them a board game, right? And you're like, okay, hey, go to Kickstarter and buy our game. What you're going to do is mm-hmm. go to this website and give me money now so that in like eight or nine months, I can ask to verify your shipping address and have you log into a portal and give me 10 more dollars for shipping. And then and you'll send then you your game. It's like a four-step process. Yeah. That's my point. It doesn't translate to the general it public. Because they don't even know what Kickstarter is. That's what I'm saying. Let alone be... Okay, alone so I got to go to this website and buy the game. You're like, eh, kind of. Right. You give me money now. Right. You're buying the game eventually. So I just you know, give you money now and then you ship me the game in six months. You're like, well, you got to <laughs> look for the email and then verify your shipping mm-hmm. and give me 10 more dollars. <laughs> And uh, it it's is. just, it's wild. No, it is. It, it makes no sense. It's like an impediment consumer. to kind of getting to the next it level. I, I don't know, man. That's why, you know, Kickstarter is a necessary evil is too strong. But it's a, it's, it's it, you know, you, you need it probably to do what we do. I mean, we do need it. But it, it does, it is almost self-limiting in some ways. Like we, you know, just, you know, we're pretty open here. We've been talking about our game uh, Drafted. Which is yeah. a silly party game that you know we designed with Dan Patrice again from Geek All Stars, and it's been difficult to sell because it's it's a little too it's great and everyone that plays it loves it because it's fun, but it's also a little bit. I'm not going to say it's you know common. What's that word like when you're like in the common ubiquitous? Com- ubiqu- uh, yeah, public domain. Public, thank you. Okay. It's not quite in the public domain, but it's public domain adjacent. So publishers are kind of like well. You know, we've all kind of had that idea and never really gone anywhere with it. So I haven't been able to get any interest in it. And if you wanted to do that on your own, the only model right now is, you know, probably like an Amazon type thing. But you got to spend 
50 grand, 40 grand to print, you know, five, 10,000 copies and get them over here, ship them to Amazon. And then you're paying warehouse fees. Like it's a giant investment to try to just put a game on Amazon that no one may ever look at or buy. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just, I think, about it, I think yeah. about it all the time. I think about it all the time. Cause every time I see Sandra, that's my sister-in-law, yeah. Joe's wife. She's like, Oh, we love drafted. We played it at work. Mm-hmm. We're just always playing it. It's so great. But you're like, Dang, that's such an expensive gamble, Mm -hmm. to your point. And it's like, if you don't have that direct outlet and those sales lined up, then they sit in Adam's basement. They sure do. And Um, I don't know how you, how do you, how does the first person find your game? Like, I know there's marketing things like that, but like, you put a party game on on Amazon, for example, there's thousands of party games on Amazon. So, how do you get found? I have no idea. There's an algorithm, I'm sure, that somebody knows, but I, yeah, that's. All right, so I got to take a quick break, and all right, we'll come. I've got back your answer, and, though. Hold on, we'll come back in a couple minutes. All right, we are back from break, and Adam, before we went on break, you were ready for an answer to my question on with our money vaults. What should Motor <laughs> City Gameworks this, this be our, targeting for a hostile takeover? This isn't our put Adam on the spot question. This is just a different oh, this is a question. different question. We still it. have to put Adam yeah, on the you're spot. You're going to put right. me on the spot yeah. here in a little bit, but yeah. this one I, I've given us some thought, and here's yeah. what I'm going. I think we stay, you stay with what you're good at. Yeah. And so I started thinking about publishers that have something in the rolling right, flipping right family, sure. right, or sure. multiple right. offerings in that. Yeah. Uh, but also publishers who who I don't know. Maybe willing to sell at this point. This would be <laughs> us buying above our head. But say we have two or three more hits, then we can start thinking about something like this. Yeah, I think we approach the newly engaged, newly engaged Ooh, Nolan Nasser. Tra- Nolan, yes. we're coming for you, baby. And say Deepwater Games, we're coming, baby. We want welcome too. We want y'all. We're coming for you. Yep, that's a good one. And then we and it keeps it in Michigan, right? I mean, oh, that's another yeah. Southeastern yeah. Michigan family group. Like, like exactly. bam, he's engaged now. He's got other things to do, right? He's that's got right. Doesn't need welcome to anymore. And actually, you know what? That fits the exact profile of what I was thinking. Because what they always do is they always go after somebody that's got like a hit or like a money maker, yeah. like that, right. That nickel slot machine, you know. And that's like welcome to. It's evergreen. So Nolan, you're getting married. You got other things to do. <laughs> this Vegemite's burning my hair in Look, the nostrils. We are about to have some you Vegemite. Had it already? Which, no, but okay. the smell is burning my. Know. Our right, so, folks, okay, so the, anyway, just well, to keep I, you keep you plugged so you in. Know, Nolan, on. we're coming for you, baby. Yep. So be ready for that. And just to keep everyone plugged in, uh, we have um, it is a party at my house right now. We have a box of goodies, a care package of sorts that has been sent from our friends at Board Game Barbecue. Uh, Adrian, Mitch, Sarah, Sarah all the, uh, Jules. Jules uh, yep. Adrian, I feel so bad because when Brent and I were on the podcast, he was he was by far the, the most, most excited. excited. And I'm not saying yeah. anything bad about uh, Mitch and Sarah. They were great. As a matter of fact, we had a wonderful time with them. But Adrian was so excited to have us on. And then he had computer issues. And immediately, he was out. <laughs> like It was like in the first 10 minutes. And he was he was like really sad that he didn't get to talk with us. It was a bummer. And so and we were sad we're going to make another yeah, appearance because we want to follow up. We, but Adrian, so he, they sent us this package. Here we go. We might make another appearance, Mitch, if we survive this Vegemite. Yeah, this, is, is... <laughs> this is the big item that they said you have to try. And it is Vegemite. And I just want to point out, Vegemite is proudly made in Australia since 1923. And it says Vegemite. Wait, this batch might be from 1923. <laughs> I, I am positive it is. Vegemite, B vitamins for vitality. That's what it says on this. And, and, and for vitality. And B1 for brain function. B2 for nervous system. B3 for energy system or energy release. I, energy so it's release. a healthy oh. snack. And yeah. folate helps fight fatigue. And I can, I can smell it from two feet away. And it is 
ready for the ingredients? Yeah. Yeast extract. Got yeah. it. That's the whole ingredients? Nah, there's a little bit more, but pretty much just that. Okay. I'm and just gonna, salt. I'm, I got to take a bite. So I here we got toast with, with, with Vegemite. Do it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Adam? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. We might lose Adam. <laughs> we might lose Adam. Um. All right. Adam, before you go, where did you put the files for first quarter, the ladies' files? Before it's we, really we, salty. Let us know. Adam, oh, I'm your gonna, last wish. I'm about to throw up. Oh, <laughs> All over oh. your table. Hold on. I haven't actually taken a bite yet. I'm going in. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm taking a small bite. Um, Matt, I, you, you've reacted a lot better. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's so salty. It is. It just tastes like salt. <laughs> it's so salty. Oh my gosh! All right, I actually pre-opened a Cadbury Carmelo Koala mm. to wash it down. Here's the thing: I need a cheat. They so. sent us this stuff knowing we were gonna like it. Right? It's one of those things where it's something you grew up with. You enjoy it. Um, Mitch, I heard that I was gonna like it because I like salt, dude. I've never had salt like this. <laughs> what it's do we like have? Salt that's been in underwear in a gym locker for like a year. What do we have that we we're used to? We don't realize that other people realize isn't very good. Little Caesars pizza. I know, I, I like a hot and ready every now and then. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> oh. I, oh man. So I have a question. I'm sorry, everybody. Those sounds of someone almost vomiting and then <laughs> spitting up a little bit on a plate were me. Um, and I, it is still Whoa. just messing with me. Woo! But I, I think that Chef Boyardee <laughs> is in that oh. Franco American catalog. Chef is Boyardee in that is so category. gross. It's so bad. But as a kid, I remember liking it. Yeah. Jeez, I can't cut through this <laughs> awful Vegemite. You can't talk your way past it. I had to oh. move it. I had to move it away. I'm just. I need smell. one of those pizza things. A There's, pizza shape. I, I mean, I, I do believe Mitch said, listen, Ben had a chance to like it because of the salt. It was so salty. But he acknowledged, right, that it's a it's a uniquely Australian food that you grow up with and is it's, not something that necessarily so the color, we're used to. The color, it looks and spreads like Nutella. It does. So I thought maybe it'll have like a hazelnutty chocolatiness to yeah. it, maybe with a little salt, like a little Did salt. Did I say sweet. any of those in the ingredients? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, the ingredient is yeast extract. Have you ever? You didn't say sweat sock in the ingredients. Either. I didn't. I didn't. Man, that was awful. Yeah. And I, I mean that with all the cultural sensitivity I can muster. <laughs> Just horrendous. Yeah. I've had it three times in my life. That's I have crazy never not it. thrown up. It's crazy that you've had it that many times. I keep thinking maybe it was just me. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a plum chip. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why, because they're in front of me. I feel like a cheeky is better than what I just had. All right, so hold on. Midstream, we've had about 60%, 70% of the items on the table. Maybe more, maybe 80%. Yeah. We've got some awesome-looking candy we haven't touched, and we're rocking out the Tim Tams We're going to hit Tim Tams up, yeah. And those look legit good. They do. I'm excited for the Tim Tams. Yeah, okay, fantastic. let's go bottom up. I think we yeah. all agree, Vegemite Mitch, forest. Sarah, Adrian, we, I'm sorry, but Vegemite is the Hold worst. Hold on one right? moment. With a bullet. Vegemite is way... like Y'all are saying it's last, but I need you to know... How far down the It list. is profoundly last. Like, there is... Okay, so if if like we said this food, it sucks. Or we said this food is <laughs> god-awful. Like, 
Vegemite looks up to being god awful. <laughs> like if it got ten mm. times better, Dude, it would suck. The pizza shapies are great. Are strong enough to help you get rid of the yeah, Vegemite. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have like it's a like strong a enough flavor. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. And it has, and it has an I issue think, to take care of. I think uh, we might have lost Adam. Yeah. All right, man. We're gonna have to kill some time. Here. No, the pizza shapes are good enough and strong enough flavor to help wash away the Vegemite. So I, I would say going up from the Vegemite, God, those barbecue shapes were real bad. You think they were worse than the cheeky? I, I do. Oh, I, you know I, what? The chicken shape was pretty bad too. It was. I think the cheekies are. I don't enjoy the cheekies, but. I respect what they are, right? A chocolate fruit snack. <laughs> I think like, for me, the Cheekies was the next worst. Yeah. But I would not be against you if you said the chicken shape. Well, what's wild is that the chicken shapes and the barbecue shapes are not good, but just because the chicken and barbecue flavors are just, like, they're always bad. Like, I, again, I don't like chicken and biscuit crack as much. Oh, you don't? Okay. I don't. So that chicken flavor I wouldn't have expected to like, honestly. But the pizza shapies are so good. They're real good. So it's like no, there's nothing wrong with the 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 product, right? That whatever it is, the rice cracker, whatever it is, oven baked, oven baked cracker of some sort. And uh, I think we have Adam back from from the land of uh, almost not making it oh. here. Adam, we need you to break the tie between the next worse. So Vegemite is so much worse than yeah. anything else we've ever had in our life. It's like as low as you could go. But the next worse. Me and Matt are kind of split between. I'm saying the cheekies, and he's going. I'm going barbecue shapies shapes. So if you'd like a refresher, we have the chicken shapies no, and the barbecue uh, shapies. It is definitely cheekies. Yeah, I I'm with Wait, you. Wait, hey were... Cooper, come have a cheek. Come have a. He just had a cheeky. What would he say? Cooper, Cooper, what'd yeah. you say about the cheeky? They're all right. Okay, see, he said they're okay. okay. They're all right. I'm with Cooper. I'm with the. I'm with the okay. This is not good. I no. don't like the mini, mini chicken crimpy, but they're better than the barbecue. I want to make it clear too: everything after this is good. Like the only these bad, are the last ones that are actively bad. Yeah, the shapes and the and he likes these a lot. And Cooper, actually, Cooper says he likes the mini chicken crimpies a lot. They're like a chicken and a biscuit, only with less try? flavor. We can, we can do Mitch, the, uh, I might take this, this Milo. I might steal the Milo. That looks great, by the way. I like chocolate milk. Yeah, so we're we're gonna get to the Tim Tams in a minute. And Mitch was telling me that what you do is you bite the corners off your Tim Tam and you use it as a straw with your Milo. Uh, we're not gonna. We can't. Milk was too much for us to risk on the uh, cloth table of Adam's podcast. But yeah, the Milo. I'm gonna try a little. I'm gonna steal a little Milo too. So, so we're going quick from the bottom. Quick, yeah. Vegemite is just unedible. Vegemite is like, so far down, like vomit yeah. inducing. It did. It did. Legitimately for Adam, uh, cheekies, and then next up would be the chicken slash barbecue shapies. Yep, agreed. And then after that. I'd say good. positive reviews to everything. The An- Anzac biscuits are good. The kettle uh, plum chips are actually shockingly okay. The burger bites. My the son burger is rings. trying the Vegemite oh, right now. Give him the ketchup. Give him the ketchup rings. Right now, my son is trying oh, he's the trying Vegemite. It? Oh, no. Get him a bucket. Eat it. Just eat Give it. Him a bu- Go for it. You're young. You can it's so it. salty, isn't it? <laughs> yep. He's going to need a bucket. All right. His, so his face has changed. He's turning he's yellow. He's now turning aside. Oh, boy. I know. Yeah, he just yeah. passed on it. That's a no from him. Yep. I, I would say for me, I, He's I don't going know to that, spit up. That's that's the way that goes. I don't think I would purposely eat the kakadu plum and Australian cheddar chips. Those are not I, my favorite. I like them better than the big burger taste chips. I like the plum and cheddar better than that. I, I went. I had one just now because I had right been a while. now my number one. I think mm-hmm. is the Anzac biscuit. I've really, really enjoyed the Anzac biscuit. Over the biscuit. Lamington fingers. I like the Lamington fingers a lot, but I, I've had two of those now. Yeah, and they're sizable. 
I mean, those, those are decent-sized lamington fingers. Yep. I like the Anzac biscuit a little bit better. So I like the lamington finger despite the coconut, but I will say that I really enjoy the wagon wheel. We don't use jam enough. When we were in Disney last fall for Emma's uh, senior band trip, Lily and I went to the um, – it was like Turkish. I want to say Turkish. It's not Turkish. That's a lie. You know. Whatever. Speaking of Turkish, we do we have, have, some, have Turkish delight. We have Turkish delight here. It was one of the. It, it wasn't one of the official countries on like the old Epcot country ring, but it was like a sub country, and they had like a dessert stand, and they had these jam cookies. My point is, we don't use jam enough in our American you cookies. Like jam. I apparently do. I didn't know I did, but I, I like the jam cookies. Do you like those gross ones at Christmas time that are like the shortbread with the jam in the center? You know, I didn't. No for, I, I didn't for a long time. They're there by Spumoni. Yeah, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I'll day. eat it before I eat Spumoni. <laughs> Screw both you guys. <laughs> I would say that Spumoni's with Vegemite over there, just not getting eaten. I've no, grown. Spumoni is so much better than <laughs> I mean, Vegemite. You're, you're right. You're right. And that's not. That, mm. I've come around on the jam cookies, yes, because I like shortbread. So mix the shortbread and the jam, so, and I'm okay there. One of the things Mitch sent along with these Tim Tams was like a – it's a Cadbury mixed, right? And these are all going to be awesome. There's like eight different candies. I'm really excited Cadbury for the candies because I love candies. They're yeah. all going to be great. Well, I, have I told the story fact, before? I'm going to try a cherry ripe. Hold no. on. Can we do the Tim Tams first so we can do the candy bars all in a row? I want to do the candy bars together because here, here's why. Ben and I – I'm going to tell a quick story. I'm going to tell this before. I apologize if I have. When, our, when we were our younger engineering days, uh, we had some time on our hands. Let's put it that way at the general. And uh, – on the way home from lunch, we would get a, a bonus, and the bonus was sometimes ice cream, whatever. But my bonus means piling on additional right. food, eating to the lunch more we food just ate. after yeah. we went out oh, to lunch. Like if you were to eat at a Mexican food restaurant and get stuffed, and, and then, then walk then, back and stop to get a road dog. Exactly. For example, that was the type of behavior. Except we for used like to every exist. day, which is why I'm fat now. Um, we had a whole candy bar challenge where we tried all the crazy candy bars that were like on the bottom shelf of the gas station, all dusty, and it was a lot of fun. And I'm excited. To just try a bunch of random candy bars. That's my whole point. So to me, the it's a great story, Matt. Thank you. It's not, but I don't care because I love candy bars. The chocolate Tim Tam is the classic Tim Tam. This is the original. The original made with irresistible real chocolate. Oh, this is the this is the one we got to go first. The caramels, the the new one on mm-hmm. the block. That's good. I'm going in. That's a chocolate sandwich cookie. Yeah, with chocolate filling with dipped chocolate in chocolate. On the outside, I know. Oh yeah. All How day. is this a straw though? All day. Uh, now I want to try it. Because if you bite the corners off, you can use it as a straw, like through the wafer. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just a porous cookie that somehow. That's a great idea. I kind of wish we would have done that now. I know. Sorry, Mitch. We should have done it. I blame Matt. He yeah. doesn't like milk. I don't really love milk, but I was going to do it anyway. I really like the Tim Tam a lot. It's, I'm, I'm not like the biggest chocolate guy either. That's like, I love above chocolate. average cookie slash biscuit. I love mm-hmm. that it's called a biscuit. Me too. That's real mm. good. And I think a caramel is going to be even better. It's the uh, Murray River caramel, by the way. Whatever that means. So that Murray River salted caramel. Yeah. Do we have any um any more board game stuff? By the way, I meant to ask because I had one quick board game related question. No, go ahead. No, we're a food podcast. Yeah, that's fair. So, I was wondering, Adam. I was looking around your amazing board game collection when I walked in. There's a guy at my work came up to me and said, "Hey, I got a buddy from Indianapolis, and he started a podcast." He's got like thousands of games. Does he have one of your games? I'm like, I don't know. So what are the chances that a guy who has thousands of games has one of our games? Pretty high. Pretty high, I think, right? <clears throat> I think so. Pretty high. Yeah. I thought pretty good about that. Like Three Sisters, Fleet Dice maybe, Fleet, you know. One of the Renegade card games. Mm-hmm, Those had mm-hmm. a pretty good run. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, are we doing the caramel? Yeah, it was really good. Let's see here. Mm. Yeah. That's a really good cookie. Man, Tim Tams. Yeah. They've shot right to the top of the list. No, like I legitimately am enjoying this Tim Tam. This this caramel one is great. I love a vanilla biscuit. Yeah. Like Twix, like the you know, inside of a Twix and the plastic. Yeah, those are by far the best. Yeah, that's super good. That is a very, very good cookie. The only thing that has a chance of beating it is one of these 10 Cadbury candy <laughs> bars on the table in front of me. Mm-hmm. That I'm not going to eat the whole thing of each one. I can't. I might, but I shouldn't. Hmm. Wow, that's good. Holy cow. I wonder if... Yeah, please Google these folks. If you're listening to us talk and having no idea what we're talking about, Google the snacks because they're... It's distinctly Australian, and in many cases, distinctly awesome. All right. Before we get to candy, yeah, I think we need to take a break and stump at them. I'm in. It's an easy one, though. All right. Well, sure. Well, it's easy for me and Matt. I'm assuming it'll be easy for you, too. Adam, I'm going to need your top three video games, but I'm going to Patrice you and say they have to be from different platforms. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. From the Nintendo Entertainment System, the original. Yes, sir. Give me Contra. Oh, great, great pick. Great pick. And on the spot, too. Yeah. yeah that was clutch. Um, Wait, hold on. You're not, don't think you're not going to mention Contra, and you're not going to tell me how to get 30 guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you referring to up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B, start? Select, select start? No, B, A. Oh, B A B A select start. It's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A start. I think there's one B A. No, you don't have to hit select. That's just for two players. Guaranteed. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B A start. You just guaranteed that? Guaranteed. Huh. All right. Well, I had a way to look up that answer. All right. So, what's your number? By the way, Contra, amazing pick. I mean, that is just. It's great. I played so. That might be my favorite. I had a roommate in college that could beat it without the 30 guys, with just the three dudes. He was that good. My cousin and I, two player, Mm -hmm. worked all the way through it with no cheats. Yeah. Without the 30 lives. And by the way, when I was in college, we had like PlayStation, PlayStation 2, all of that, but we were sitting around playing the NES because it is better. There is no select, it is just BA. One BA too, right? One just one BA. Oh, boom! Yeah, one one BA. All right, Adam. Okay, so that's my uh, Nintendo. Uh, Which platform do you want me to go with next? Any one. Was that number three? Uh, It doesn't matter. I I don't know about three. I'm not ranking them until I get them all out there. Okay, okay. Get them all out there. That's fair. All right. Um, I think I'm gonna go with um, on PlayStation. No, hold on. N64. Mm. N64, which was the first one to give you four players. Yeah, the best video game system. Uh, N64, there was this um, WWE SmackDown game. Oh. It was, okay, there's nothing about this game that says you should like it. Yeah. Other than if you had three friends that were also just, y'all were having a great time, and... the moves were hilarious, and the whole thing was just great. And I love. We played the snot out of that game, and I, I have so many fond memories. There's some nostalgia there, but it was hilarious because you could button mash and do just as well as someone who was really working mm-hmm. hard. And it had such a great group of characters. I remember yeah. uh, it had Scott Steiner, the, so you could put people in the Frankensteiner. 
And the or Giant would have been the in Steiner there. Recliner. Oh, yeah, it was great. It the was great. Rocks, great, great, Steve great, great. So, been that era. fantastic. So here's why I believe you. I didn't play that one, but in my dorm room, we had WCW versus NWO, which is a very similar game. Yes, very similar. And that I'm one, sure. you could go out of the ring and reach into the crowd and pull like a trash can yeah, out. Pull and out a metal chair. Chairs yes. and cans. Yes. And so great. Fantastic yeah. game. I like totally I said, for a group that. of people in a dorm room, yes. it doesn't get much better than that at all. Yep. Totally see that. And so. That one uh, is going to be in there, and then I think I'm going to go. This is interesting because uh, this will be another. Um, boy, people are going to kill me for this. Another wrestling game? No, but I want to go. I think it's going to be my third Nintendo pick. Ooh, because hey. I'm going to go with uh, Super Smash Brothers. Is that a 64? Uh, technically, that's been on a lot of them, but I would okay. go with the Wii version. Got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, Super Smash Brothers is phenomenal. And it's another great fighting game that you can have a lot of great time with. Uh, I played a ton of like the Madden and NCAA games, mm-hmm. uh, but there's nothing. I don't, I don't know that I would ever say those were great. Mm. Uh, those are probably the three that I'm going with, although um, I should probably pick something more modern and from a different console. Eh, there's no modern. We're old. All right. As I was to say, because we have an esports team at, Rochester College, and they're actually super good at Rocket League. And I got to see yeah. people play Rocket League the way you're supposed to. Yeah, it's crazy. Holy smokes. Like, that is wild. And people who are good enough to do that, God bless yeah, them. But who are I'm, 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 We're all old. We have jobs. We're running right. a company. We have kids. We don't have time now, for Valorant and also, Rocket League and all this stuff. GoldenEye was fantastic. Yep. Oh, let's not uh, talk too much about that. That might appear on somebody okay, else's list. That might appear on someone else's list. And then... Uh, it, Honestly, Minecraft should probably show up because it's pretty amazing. Have you played a lot of Minecraft? I've played a ton of Minecraft because really? I used to go in uh, after my son. Did would go you to... beat the Ender Dragon? Oh yeah, after... without cheating. Yeah. Um, survival my... mode. Survival mode. I don't play a ton of because what I would do is I would go in after my son went to sleep, <laughs> and I would open up one of his worlds, and then I would build the most massive. Like castle, oh. not a donger. <laughs> I would have done that. Right that does center like of his a, village. That sounds like a Ben thing. <laughs> how, how did that get there, Dad? I don't know. It must be a glitch. <laughs> what kind of game are you playing? Uh, go in and blame him. The dong if glitch. I knew how to play Minecraft, I'd log into my kid's world tonight and do that. Uh, so I, great I, I, I would build these massive like cathedrals and big like wonders. Yeah. Uh, and then he would open it up the next time and be like, oh, that's cool. Dad, come look at this and look what happened. And I'd be like, I don't know what's going on. What's up? <laughs> so it was a, it, that, that also, but I, I love, I love me some Minecraft as well. I was sitting in the living room the other day and my one 13 year old Cisco just like all of a sudden gets this dejected look on his face at him. And he's just like, Oh, I just died. I'm like, well, what's the big deal? It was survival mode. <laughs> like, so he probably had days into this world and he ran into some skeleton or spider or that something. Got and, him. And it's gone. Minecraft is so wild. I never it's understood gone. it. Yeah. It's well, the big hobby of the kids is just watching speed runs you I know. Know, on YouTube and stuff. I, so. I love video games and I do not watch. I get it because it's, it's just open world. It's, it's like SimCity. It's just yeah. SimCity, though. Oh, you watching? Watching yeah. the esports? Play. No, I totally yeah. get that. Me too. I don't do it, but I get it. Yeah, totally. So, All right, Matt. Yeah, so my... Well, by the way, Adam, what was your one, two, three there? So you threw three out. What would actually be number one? My, and by the way, Super Smash Bros. is amazing. Great Super game. Smash Bros. number one. Great, great game. Uh, we're going to go Contra number two, and then we're going to go WWE number three, recognizing it's by far the least yeah. quality game yeah. on my list, Yeah. but it has the nostalgia for me, so that's where I'm... That's you know what's going. popular with the kids now, Super Smash Bros. like, is that Brawlhalla. 
It's uh, it's kind of like that, but it's got different uh, IPs in it and stuff oh. like that. Yeah, it's it, pretty d- sweet. D- didn't they do a? They did a Disney one or something too, now didn't they? Maybe. Yeah. Either way, so I'm struggling because all of my favorites are computer because I basically you get for, one computer game. I know, and for 20 years I've been, and I know what it is. So I'm gonna say my number three is Madden 2001, which was PlayStation Two. Mm. I'm not gonna make you guesses on the cover, but I will say he is. One of the greatest fantasy running backs that ever come out of Michigan State. Hold on, two thousand one. Well, it's not TJ Duckett because he wasn't very good. No, not Michigan. Le'Veon State. Bell. Uh, I withdraw my Michigan State part because Le'Veon say, oh, Bell is real, the best I meant to say, running back to come out of Michigan State. State. Ohio State. So we're talking Eddie George. Eddie George. Eddie George. Yeah, he was I, amazing. He with was. Tennessee. He was awesome. And he. So he. It's funny too because I think the next year's cover was Dante Culpepper, which is if you look back at all the Madden covers, that one makes no sense. You're like, oh, Mike Allstott too. Whatever. Um, well, Culpepper was awesome with Randy Moss for a few. He was years. in Minnesota. He was fantastic. Yeah. Pardon me. Yeah. Randy Moss was awesome. <laughs> As was Chris Carter. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, well, anybody that can throw the ball deep, I mean, he did his job. He did. Go to Randy Moss. So that's my number three. That's PlayStation 2. Uh, I played so much Madden. So much Madden. Didn't you used tournament. to just simulate seasons? Yeah. Like my, simulate, simulate. Friend of the like, show, Corey, and I would, would you play, we would pick teams. Yeah. And you would go through 20 seasons of simulations. We'd play each, we'd pick two teams in the same division. Yep. So you could play at least one game. Do the draft. And then do the draft, do the player progressions. It was so good. And we, we did that for hundreds of hours when I was first kind of man kind of getting out of college and you know it sounds so great it was it was super great and then i had kids and it all got ruined um but it's better but it's better we love you girls yeah love love you babies Uh, it's worse but it's better so that's my number three that's playstation 2 adam took contra from me which would have been my nintendo pick really i love contra it's a top 10 NES. i didn't have a ton of nintendo games because i didn't i didn't have nintendo until later in life yeah we were (coughs) excuse me i skipped right from literally atari 2600 to my first PC. I mean, I love Contra, but there's so much like heavy hitters in the NES. I'm probably not going to steal yours, but like a Super Mario 3 type of thing. There is two Zeldas game. that are heavy hitters. There's Both Metroid. Both Mobiles. I already have a football game, but yeah, yeah. Metroid's Tech also Mobile's great. Amazing. Whoa, let's slow down on that one. Yeah, so I'm not taking Tech Mobile either. So again, my struggle being that I can't pick another computer game. So my number one's far and away a computer game. So I'm going to go... Golly, my number two is probably... A PlayStation 1 game. Monster Rancher. It is not Monster Rancher. The game was awesome. It was awesome. Goat Simulator. No. I, I'm having a lot. The you, original but, Metal Gear. When you, I'm, Solid. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally Adam here. You totally patrice me on the different systems thing, and I'm struggling. I love the original Metal Gear on the NES. Did you guys play that I one? I did. It was, it was good. awesome. Yeah. It was okay that I went three different Nintendo systems, right? Totally, totally yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, three different okay. systems count. Yeah, that's legit. I never owned a single other Nintendo system besides the original. I never owned Super or sixty four mm-hmm. until 64. I now have or the uh, GameCube. I did not own I had GameCube. the GameCube for about six months when it was relevant. No yeah. friendo GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> we had a that's we the had... one you play alone. Who's those little discs? Joe got to watch you play. It had a good Mario Golf. Like a really good Mario Golf on GameCube, and the uh, Wind Waker, mm-hmm. the Zelda was really good on it. I'm just gonna go by. I'm just gonna go by hours logged and just take classic Super Mario for the Nintendo. I played it like I the played, first one. Oh yeah, great game. I played it so much. Yeah, it's, it's like you know ten percent as good as Super Mario three. Yeah, it is. It's not as good. But <laughs> Super I mean, Mario three had the raccoon tail that let yeah, you sure fly. Did. It was the best. And the Tanuki suit that it had no everything. use. You it can turn into everything. a statue. But I can't move when I'm a statue. But it's kind of cool to do. It is. <laughs> Why does this thing exist? It's like a raccoon tail, but you can turn into a statue. 
<laughs> Mario 3 was great. But, right, so, so my, my Mario number one, 1. Mario, yeah, Mario 1. 1, I mean. But they were all good. Dude, Mario 3, the movie The Wizard. The Wizard. Oh, yeah. Oh, we put on the power glove. The unveiling. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Mario, uh, the trailer for Mario came out, and it looks incredible. People are <laughs> mad about Chris Pratt, because whatever. Mm. But that's just people being whatever. And they're mad that Mario's butt's flat. I saw that too. They were mad that Mario's butt was flat. But I actually, like, somebody posted it on Twitter, and it's really, the animation's ridiculous. Bowser is fantastic. So Either they're way. capitalizing on the uh, popularity of the Sonic franchise. Which right? is apparently a very the good kids set of movies. Love the yeah. Sonic movies. I've not watched them, but I've heard they're good. Right on. Yeah, people, like I said, people are mad about Chris Pratt. Besides that, it looks great. So you're a Mario 1 guy. Did you play Mario 2, the acid I did, trip? 100%. Yeah. I liked it. So it was, I played, see, here's the thing. I had, Mario, been, 2, I mean, Mario 2 is a much lesser. It is. It's because it was a completely different game that just reskinned the sprites to be Mario. If you ever watched the behind the scenes stuff, I heard that. I, was, I didn't watch it, but I've heard. Yeah. I've heard about it. Uh, we're all of an age, right? So I'm. I didn't have Nintendo. That age was, is old. It is old. I, I was got like a birthday s- coming up in two days. Forty-two. Forty-four. 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 You're catching me for a couple months, then I turn forty-five. Boom. And repass you. So um, you were saying I didn't have Nintendo until I was like a sophomore in high school. Yeah. Like really late, so I missed a lot of that stuff. Either way, my number one with Boy, the bullet. Man, that was cool. Yeah, I know. I sure wasn't. I had a computer, yo. My parents couldn't rub two nickels together, but they thought it was important we had a computer. So I played. It s- worked out. It did. I played so much like we're in the world's carbon San Diego and King's Quest and Space Quest. Oh, those Either are way, the best. Those are, the are best. not on my list, but they're top thirty. Space. They're Quest pretty are high. Top for thirty. Me. Yeah, I'm playing. I'm actually Roger l- Wilco. I'm right now playing through Space Quest because it was like ten dollars oh, on Steam. Seriously, for all six of them. Oh, that's great. I'm on four, and it's great. Don't the first couple you actually actually uh, type the hundred percent. Look around. Look around. Look, Look panel, in the trash can. Pull lever. Absolutely. Yeah. And if the you first... type inappropriate things, you'll get an answer every now yes, and then. Yes, 100%. Right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the first three you're actively typing into. Yeah. It. And they're great still. Yeah. Like they're short. You forget. Because back then you like struggled around for well, hours and hours. You would be on one screen for literally days. Trying to figure How out what do you I mi- get yep. off this bleeping screen? Right. Okay. Uh, I got another one I want to throw in. But yeah. Okay. No, so the, he's totally right. And now there's two things. A, I kind of half remember it all. And B, does. After like ten minutes, I'm googling. I'm not. I don't have hours to spend walking. Yeah. Around. You would walk from screen to screen looking for something that you. How missed. do I unlock the right. next screen? And then a bird picks you up. That's King's Quest, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so either way, those games are incredible. But my number one game with by far, and it's not even close, is Portal Two. Really? For PC, love it. Favorite game of all time. I've never played that one, but it's like a puzzle. Like a puzzle to how to get from room to room. It's a 3D puzzle. You have a gun, and you're just opening. You have an orange portal, blue portal, and wherever the orange portal goes, the blue portal. You when you walk through one, you go through the other. So everything's a physical puzzle on how to escape from room to room using one thing, which is your portal gun. That sounds like something you'd be good at. I am good at it, and it's the best game of all time. It's it's Portal 1 and 2 are both great, but Portal 2 is incredible. Awesome. And, and I love so many computer games, like all the, you know, like Mass Effects and Dragon's Age and Witcher and friggin', I mean, all the uh, Assassin's Creed. I have so many games I love, yeah. but Portal 2 always stands out. Adam, what was uh, the one you were going to mention? SimCity. SimCity's oh, good. Civilization 2 played a whoa, lot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Oh, wait, there. wait, wait. Let's Age slow down of there. Empires 2 is absolutely my number one with a bullet. That's, that ISO? That is a PC game. It is real-time is it strategy. Oh, it's real-time. It's not, it's not turn-based? No. What, what Age those, of Empires 2. Those turn-based ones I didn't love as much, but I don't, I don't remember Age of Empires 2 very well. Um, So SimCity, I would play and build this big old city until I got bored. Then you could go up to the menu at the top, the disaster Destroy menu, oh, yeah. and be like, monster and like a Godzilla with tornado. There was like five or six yep. different natural disasters. One being a monster. You could just drop in the city when you got bored. I know one of yours. So I'm going to wait for my question until you, you let, probably till know you all say three it. of mine. But I yeah. probably do, but I definitely know one of them. Go ahead. Okay. Number three 
and it probably deserves to be number one, but on my list, it's number three, is the greatest sports game of all time on the NES, and that is Tecmo Super Bowl. Yep. It had all the NFL teams, yep. all the rosters, and the key thing, and kids are so spoiled these days. Mm-hmm. When we were kids, early Atari and television, early NES football games, baseball games, if you wanted to have a season, you couldn't. You Like RBI right. baseball yep. was an amazing baseball game, but you just played <laughs> one game. Yep. You couldn't play a season. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. That was awesome. You didn't, you didn't have a season, so I would... And your I'm guy a, is so slow around the bases, and then he gets out, and he just flat out hoofs it to the to the to the dugout yes. you're like if Why you gave you me half path? that speed on the base path he'd be unbeatable it's so true they ran so fast to the dugout so the thing is i was a nerd obviously and i would sit there with a notebook doing rbi baseball in the original tech mobile which we'll also talk about and play like 10 games with mm-hmm. a team and keep manual stats in a notebook awesome per player I totally would do that because we didn't have a game yep. where you could play a whole yeah, season I get until you. Super I get Tecmo you. Bowl. That's until, pretty nerdy, but that's super awesome. That's yep. so dedicated. Until Tecmo Super Bowl. And then you could play the whole season, full stats. You know, you'd be like, hey, if I run with QB Eagles mm-hmm. every play of the whole season, how many rushing yep. yards can I yep. get? And stuff like that. Tecmo Super Bowl. Because Randall Cunningham. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, so fast. QB Eagles. He had you his know own who game. was the fastest person on Tecmo Bowl? I do know. Super or Tecmo? Well, uh, this, the original. And I had a note to talk about this, so go ahead. You tell me what you think. Not Bo Jackson. No, it is Howie Long. Oh, the, no, you, Lawrence, Lawrence Taylor. Taylor. You could chase any running <laughs> back could. down he with was, Howie Long. Lawrence he was Taylor really was the good. fastest, but Howie Long was well, also awesome. This is this is a, a point of contention I have with the internet these days. It's yeah. people, uh, to use a Matt Wolf's favorite word, people conflate Tecmo Bowl, mm-hmm. yes. the original, with Tecmo Super Bowl. They yes, do. they do. Tecmo Bowl's the original where you only had uh, nine or ten players on the. You yep. didn't even have eleven on eleven. I nope. think it was nine. It was like ten on ten, maybe or nine on nine. Yeah. You didn't have all the teams, and you only had four plays. Correct. You didn't have eight Correct. plays. Correct. When they think Bo Jackson, it's Tecmo Super Bowl. No, it's Tecmo Bowl, the first one. He is yeah. Bo Jackson? Is Bo Jackson? But he's in both. Had one play. Okay, hold on. He's in both, but he's only absolutely unstoppable in the first one. Tecmo but he only, one, he only has one play. He only needs one, one play because yeah. he cannot be stopped. Because Marcus Allen had the other run play. All right. Okay. I know think this about that. They had Bo, Bo Jackson, Jackson and Marcus Allen. The top, yeah. Both of them amazing. And Howie Long, who could chase down the other team's yes, running back. Yes. They were awesome. The Raiders were unbeatable. So, Marcus <laughs> Allen's run was to the bottom. Bo's was to the top. And if the computer picked the Bo Jackson run, yeah. and you also picked the play, and yes. everybody that knows Tech Mobile knows if you pick the play, yep. you bust through the line and completely yeah, bust the play up. at that point. Um, well, the computer would still run for a touchdown every time with Bo yeah. Jackson. <laughs> so I'm with you. I would have also conflated it because I remembered them splitting the plays. I remember there being one Bo Jackson play and one Marcus Allen play. Now, Bo Jackson is still great in... Tecmo Super Bowl. So is Barry, though. So is Barry. There's actually, um, most people don't know this because they didn't play it as much as me and Joe. <laughs> there is one player who was um, the absolute best player in that entire game offensively. It was a running back, and I'm going to give you a hint. It Christian was a, Okoye. There you go. Was it? Yes. It's a Nigerian too. nightmare. Absolutely. Yeah. He was untackleable. If you don't believe me, go play Tecmo Super Bowl. Yep. And I remember that too. Watch people bounce off Christian Okoye <laughs> yep. all the way down the yep. field. You can't tackle him. Yep. Your defenders explode off the guy. Yep. I can just hear you and Joe swearing at each other. Yes. <laughs> as you're day. trying to bring down. And Oh, if you didn't have Christian Okoye, like, I hit him like five times. Like, well, me and Joe are smart enough to when we would play each other, we had all these side rules. Like you're not allowed to be the Chiefs. On defense, you're not allowed to use the nose tackle because you can 
can just go down and go dive down in and really down. quick. Yep. Yeah, down there's all these things you weren't allowed to yep. do, and using Christian Okoya was one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> so Tecmo Super Bowl, uh, greatest sports game of all time. Yeah, on the best, my third favorite ever. Uh, two, I'll be real quick with GoldenEye 64. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have a good PC with internet back in the mid nineties, yep. late nineties, even mm-hmm. like so when like the super nerds were into like Doom and Quake, and they already yep. knew about first-person shooter and yep. land parties yeah, and all this. this was like a... I this didn't was know groundbreaking. about groundbreaking. Right. This yeah. was groundbreaking. It brought it into everyone's home. Yes, exactly. That's Changed the point. Everything. I didn't know this genre really existed. We had Wolfenstein 3D mm-hmm. on our um, 386 yep. um, PC. And that was just single player, and yep. that was an amazing game. But the thought that we could sit four-player in the living room and Dude, play against each other... On a 19-inch TV. On a 19-inch TV. You were playing every time four split screens on a 19-inch... Yeah. And we're sniping each other. It was amazing. It's, it's insane. It's perfect. Yeah, so yep. GoldenEye 64 is my second favorite of all time. And by the way, if you play it now, yeah, it totally doesn't hold up. But the yeah. point is, at the time, yep. what it did yep. for us. Number one, Matt, you'll agree with this, yeah. Civilization Yeah. on the PC. You're going to go four? I didn't get enough of four, so I'm going to go three. three. I know four is better. Yeah. But uh, by the time four was around, it didn't have as much time. Yep. So I've got the Fair. most time into three and just the whole series. How many... Game ends? Did you actually get to? Were you that? Were you type person who get to the game end a lot? I was not. I on purpose tried to win as many different ways as I could. Okay. Is that what you're talking about? Like I, space race, yeah, military like, domination. I, I rarely got get that elected far. to the UN. There yep. was the diplomatic one. I enjoyed the first third of that a game. Cultural victory that I never did. Yep. No, I was always. I so much loved the first third of the game. I rarely played through the end. Yeah, I would get to a point where if things were smoothing along, and I would just start over. Oh, usually I would try the world domination. Got I'd it. spend just hours and hours yeah. and hours trying to do the. I can takeout. tell you in Civilization Six, Ooh. which I have. Hmm. Um, Civilization Six is hilarious. They've got they've got this um, religious victory now, where you can evangelize people's cities, nice, and take them over, and it's. Absolutely, with a bullet, the number one way to go. Hmm. Like they're they're trying to create their first night, and you're like, I've converted three of your cities already. <laughs> so, uh, and I'm sending some apostles to come your way next. Like it's it like you just spread so fast. So a little mm-hmm. sprite that looks like Matt comes over, and you're like, No, the Universal Life Church is coming. No, <laughs> yeah, they've converted <laughs> your city. No, no. That's so great. Those guys don't have all our stupid rules like we do. Get out of here. <laughs> they convert so quickly. <laughs> they convert so quickly. That's awesome. Yeah, those those are all good choices. I, I probably would have gone three for three. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, those are all. Uh, I think it's time, guys. We got a pile of candy, bars, candy bars in front of us. So, all right, so Matt, pick us one that we're going to eat. I am so excited for the cherry ripe. Let's cherry oh, ripe. Cherry right. ripe. Now, I want to read the side. It's yeah. like, it is luscious cherries and coconut. Matt, you chose coconut. The coconut. They love coconut in, in Australia, old Matt. gold rich dark chocolate. Now I love, uh, and I want to tell you, old gold rich dark chocolate. We have an old gold bar. I love by itself. Dark so chocolate. This is Do they like, have coconuts in Australia. This is like, like an almond joy, occurring. but instead of Dude. the almond, they've gone with cherries. Let's see how we go. You know we're not good with geography. Hmm. Too coconutty for me. I'm out. Ugh. I'd eat this all day. I like it more than you. I love dark chocolate and cherry. But I hate that coconut's way too much. Oh, I love Ugh. coconut. It's kind of like a cherry mounds. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing. It's the moist coconut. I, I can handle the dry coconut and the other thing, but the mm-hmm. moist coconut gets me. I got to get this Vegemite plate away from me. I keep smelling Man, it. Man, I keep smelling it's it. ruining my up fun. I got to water down here. So that, was that called cherry ripe? Yeah. That was cherry ripe. That was good. That was real good. Man. I'm going to say, I'm going to guarantee the crunchy 
It's going to be amazing. I it's think a, Ben's going to pick. It's a Butterfinger. I think Ben's going to. No, I don't know. It's it's Honeycomb. I think oh. Ben's going <gasps> to pick the Crunchy. Honeycomb? I didn't read these. <gasps> wow. Which one has Honeycomb? The Crunchy. The crunchy, man. Are we doing that now? Well, you're up. It's your, your choice. Crunchy. Golden Hokey Pokey Honeycomb. Wow. Thickly coated in Cadbury milk chocolate. It's going to be great. The Cadbury's British? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a little harder than I want it to be. Ooh. I've had this lately. Tastes like honey. Somebody makes this over here now. It's like weird looking. Like I don't. This is not it, what I expected. No, me neither. I like it though. Tastes a little bit like a butterfinger, but with honey. The texture is not what I wanted it to be. The texture mm. is like astronaut ice cream. Mm-hmm. I'm not into this. The big chunks break off and then kind of dissolve in your mouth. I think the flavor's there. If it had a better texture, it would rank yeah, higher. I, I, I actually really like it. Well, but I think yeah. I chipped a tooth on that piece. Yeah, right, you're up, Adam. I'm not as much of a fan of that. Wash that down with some Vegemite. <laughs> I'm going flake. Okay, you got to read his flake then. Flake is the crumbliest Cadbury dairy milk chocolate. What's that? So it's just chocolate? But it's Come a, on, it's flake. Pr- Let's see what crumbly. you got. Like, look at that. It's a oh. mess. It's a mess. Well, I, I need this plate so I don't get your table oh. all messed up. Oh boy! I'm just gonna it's great. Oh it, no, it's dry. It looks like a turd. It's so dry. I can't talk. It's like I ate a saltine. I don't like that at all. No. Oh, I like that. I, I dislike that. Mm-hmm. That was better than cheeky, but not by a lot. No, that's. I'd rather have a cheeky. Are you kidding me? No, I don't like that at all. <laughs> the only way you're going to get me to say that sentence is to say, do you want a cheeky or Vegemite? Pass. Uh, I'm going to have a cheeky, please. I would like a full bag of cheekies. I did not like that. All right, I'm up. So we're going to go with the Boost. Ooh, I was excited <clears throat> for Boost. Smooth chocolate and biscuit center. Rolled in caramel and coated in some more Cadbury. Dude, it's a, Twix. it's a Twix. It's going to be a Twix. Sounds yeah. like a Twix. A Twix. It's going to be a Twix. All right. Come on, Australian Twix. Let's go. Same size and everything. Oh, it's not as crunchy. It's oh, like a chewy Twix. It looks like a Twix. Oh, it's got some salt in it. Oh. It's worse. It is worse. It's because yeah, this, this is a lesser. This is a lesser <laughs> Twix. Oh, look, Australia, I love you, but your Twix is worse. And the caramel's in a ring instead of just the top, like the Twix. Yeah. Hey, hey, Australia. <laughs> Listen. Enjoy your Vegemite. Y'all can have all of that for me, but I'm just gonna help you out. Someone buy a Twix. Mm-hmm. It'll blow your mind. <laughs> You'll never eat another Boost. They probably I, have Twix. I'm pretty sure that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I, they I think Twix. Mars got there. If I was to venture a guess, I'm just telling you they would. They've you would never it. eat Boost mm. if you had a Twix. That's well, all you know, I'm saying. this is like if somebody sent them, you know, that Hershey pack that nobody buys, and they judged yeah. us based on that. They'd be like, "What's wrong with you guys? Why do you eat Mr. Goodbar?" Like, well, nobody, <laughs> nobody, nobody eats Mr. Goodbar. <laughs> Mr. Goodbar's a disappointment. <laughs> um, picnic. Okay. Oh, this is a hunger-busting mix of peanuts, wafer, caramel, rice crisps, coated in Cadbury milk chocolate. Which sounds like a whatchamacallit. Uh, that would not be the worst thing oh, on the planet. I was thinking 100 grand, but you're right. 100 grand doesn't have the... Whatchamacallit is more accurate. It does look like 100 grand, though. It does. Come on now. It tastes a lot like 100 grand. This is a winner. Well, more peanut buttery. It's a little peanut Yeah. It's a peanut butter, 100 grand. 
Yeah. Which is not a terrible idea. Listen up, American candy makers. Yeah. Mm. Well, well, they're on to something with this one. What's that wafer doing for you? Like, it's just providing a crunch. It's doing nothing flavor profile-wise. Wow, this is good. Yeah, peanut butter, 100 grand. What's it called? It's on something. The picnic. picnic? That picnic is solid. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you up, Adam? Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to go with a, a Moro. Moro. M-O-R-O. It says it is packed full of caramel and nougat, then coated in Cadbury milk chocolate. So a Milky Way? Mm. Mine is very caramelly on the outside of the bar, which is Mine too. not the best move. I, I don't know. I finally got it unwrapped. Adam, I'm sorry. Because of that flake, there's just chocolate everywhere over here. It's okay. I, it's what I expected. That one with uh, that dried my mouth out. We had the Milky Way caramels. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. It tastes like a Milky Way caramel. Yeah, it does. It doesn't have nearly the nugget that the Milky Way does. So it's like... Like with all the Milky Way caramel, the Milky Way caramel is just the Milky Way without the nugget, which is what this tastes like. Kind of, yeah. You know, I um, that was mm. not great. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's, it's like the worst Milky Way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was okay. I I am enjoying the Cadbury chocolate though. Like I wasn't. Yeah. My grandma, uh, who's passed now, for many years would get me this giant Cadbury caramel. You know, the one that looks like a like a grid. Like mm-hmm. little pieces you break off, right? Yeah, totally. And then one year she just switched to plain chocolate. Worse, yeah. So much worse. And I felt I didn't have the heart to tell her because she was always buying for me, like for, like for my birthday. And I just dealt with it and ate the plain chocolate for years. That was my that. mom and uh, shortbread mm-hmm. <clears throat> for like. 15 years, she bought us all a tin of shortbread, and I would just give mine to Joe because I hate shortbread. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to tell mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hurt her feelings. Because, like, year one or two, I probably could have. But by year, like, 12, you can't be like, yep. hey, for 11 years, I've been giving my uh, shortbread to Joe. Hmm. All right. So, because I know what these other ones are going to be, because they're all pretty much just plain, save that for last. We're going to go dream. This is white chocolate. I like white chocolate. Smooth and creamy white chocolate. But there might not be anything else going on. This might just be a white chocolate bar. Yeah, the, you know, I'm, a lot of these are just plain chocolate. Like, we have the Hershey bar. I guess it's the same it's white thing. white chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not a white chocolate guy. I do like it, but the Zero bar is the worst candy bar. Hands down. Mm-hmm. In the history of candy. And it's white chocolate. Nothing's ever let, <laughs> nothing's <laughs> ever let me down harder than a Zero <laughs> bar did, man. They're real bad. Like... I got to pick a candy bar. I was super excited. I was going off the map because uh, I wanted to go off the map because I wanted to be unique. I'm going to mm-hmm. try something new. I picked up the Zero Bar and I was like, oh, this looks fantastic because it's blue and awesome. Uh-huh. Unwrapped that bad boy and had the worst candy experience of my childhood. All right. So we've talked about I'll how. I'll never forgive them. We've talked about how Chunkies were like a late life find for me. Is there a candy bar that you hated as a kid that you'd like as an adult? I have one. That's why I'm asking. All right. Well, tell us about it other than mine. That. Is the score? Ha! Like my mom would get scores, and I thought they were disgusting. Is that so better than Heath? I had it as an adult. I think it's the same. As I say, it's it's, it's, it's just a Heath the Heath bar. Other, that's the DC version of Heath. Right? It is. It's the DC Heath <laughs> exactly. But they're pretty good. I okay. I enjoyed it. All right, uh, Ben. Right? We're, we're down to just originals. I think we Except got a milk for... chocolate bar. Oh, you guys do Turkish delight. Uh, yeah, well, I'll break it in half for you. Okay. By the way, I so, just finished up those shapes. This is a pizza. sensationally soft Turkish Delight center coated in milk chocolate. I can tell you I've never enjoyed Turkish Delight. If someone said, hey, Matt, what, what's Turkish Delight? I would say, I don't know. It's the thing uh, the kid took from the witch. and It's an 
Oh. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh. Is it jelly? Oh. It's, like oh. Chocolate. it's not a good consistency. It's chocolate-covered fruit snack again. <laughs> Why do they like chocolate-covered fruit snacks, Adam? It makes no sense. Oh, hold on. Oh, that's bad. I don't hate it. It's not as bad as a cheeky. But I don't want it. No. It's way worse than a cheeky. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Holy crap, that's terrible. All right, hold on. <laughs> it's bad, but it's no cheeky. I, I might have to know. replace Zero Bar as the worst candy <laughs> let down of my life. That let you down more than the Zero Bar. Dude, what? that sucked. Oh, what smells so bad? Was it supposed to be in the middle? All right, I got to open up. Delight. And... It's not good. But like, is that is that a fruit of some sort? Man, it, I need a cheesel. I don't understand this chocolate fruit snack thing. Like, I guess a Tootsie Roll is almost that. But I want to like... give a shout out real quick. Yeah. Um, that has nothing to do with anything we've talked about. Yeah. I'm, I've got to change it in order to cleanse the palate. I've also got to steal my mind because that just really broke me down a little yeah, bit. Have a cheesel; it'll cleanse the palate. Here's here's the thing. Uh, I went. I had the opportunity a few weeks ago to go to a local game store. Nice. At a friend's house, uh, I had driven down through Indiana. Okay, and so uh, I was going to Gen Con, and I got to stay at my buddy Scott's house and 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 his wife, uh, Scott and Danny, and they're amazing. And they took me to this. They took me to this board game cafe. Yeah. Called Hitherto, and if you're ever in McCordsville, Indiana. Which I will be. Of course. It's a metropolis. Yeah. Um, there is a, a game cafe called Hitherto. It was one of the coolest game stores I've ever been in. It's a cool name, honestly. Legitimately. Like, and, and I want I just, I just want to give them a shout out. And I, they want, I'm sure they listen. Uh, of course. Uh, over the there at the Hitherto. Yeah. Right. And their store is so cool. And they carry more than just the, the money makers. Right. The, yeah. They carry the stuff that's going to sell off the shelves. But also you can tell these people love games. Because they were carrying, like, all sorts of stuff. They were deep cuts. And they were good games. And I was like, man. And they carried heavy Euros. Which sometimes are hard to find at a game cafe. Like, I get it. You go to a huge game store. You know, you're going to find some. But, like, I'm talking about a gaming cafe. People sit down. They order some drinks. They order some meal. And and they're going to play a game as well. Like, that's not usually where you go to get your hard, like heavy euros. And they had almost like everything was awesome. So I'm just, I was really pleased with it. I just want to give a shout out to Hither too. And that got my palate cleansed a Should little bit. Should have sold them some uh, three sisters while you were there. Well, they had it. <laughs> what? They had it. No they had way. Godspeed. Amazing. They'll have that for a while. Yeah. That's what I told them. <laughs> I was like, do you need me to sign it? And they were like, nah, we're good. So that, is the vanity thing I do whenever I'm in a game store. I, of course, wander around and look mm-hmm. for something by us. And uh, at Grand Con, we were in downtown Grand Rapids, and there's a Vault of Midnight in downtown Grand oh, Rapids. Yeah. Awesome chore, uh, store. There's Ann Arbor, Detroit, and Grand Rapids, apparently. So I wander in. I'm like, hey, I wonder if they have any uh, games of ours. And I walked in, and they had Sleepy Hollow. And I was like, ooh, sorry, guys. <laughs> You're going to have that one for might, a while. Might be selling. I don't know. We, we'll never know. We'll never know. Because we already got paid. Uh, you know, I would say Turkish Delight, by the way, yeah. is a, um, it's a gel. It is a gel. Candy. I can, so I, a jelly. Yep. And it's traditionally flavored with rose water, mastic gum, and bergamot orange or lemon. But sometimes there are chopped dates, pistachios, hazelnuts, dates. or walnuts. And let me tell you, there were none of that. I think there's a date flavor. 
<laughs> no. What's in the middle? What's in the middle of? Uh, there was not. Uh, that was a rose. No, I've eaten a lot of dates because those Lara bars, those yeah. little things, yeah. all right. are made of dates. Aren't they purple? And they're good. No, they're phenomenal. They're but like that brown. was rose water that I was tasting. Okay, a lot of. It was very purple. The stuff in the middle. You know what oh. I was thinking of? Figs. Yeah, I was You're thinking, thinking of the Fig Newton. Yes, I was thinking of Fig Newton. Uh, I probably don't need the original chocolate bar because it's just chocolate. They're and then gonna be good. The Dairy Milk Carmelos are Carmelo. It's another Carmelo. We have Carmelos. Yeah, so the only thing here we have never had would be the Cadbury Old Gold. I love dark chocolate. It's just a dark chocolate. It's bar, just right? a piece of dark chocolate. All right. Let's see how the old gold and goes. And it's a piece of dark chocolate. Piece yeah. of dark chocolate. Awesome. It's very solid dark chocolate. All right. So, that was very exciting. Yeah. I'm sure it made for great radio. Strong finish. My top. I think I almost threw up twice. I did throw up once. Man, I hate to be just a salt snacky guy, but those uh, pizza shapes, man. I ate the whole bag while we were talking. I love Tim Tams. I would buy Tim Tams. They're probably number two for me. Which one, the caramel one or the chocolate I, one? I, I like them both a lot, but the, I like the caramel one You also one liked yourself a wagon wheel, didn't you? Or was I that did. Adam? You did. I did enjoy wagon wheels as well. And the, in the cheesels, the were, Anzac biscuits that came out of nowhere for you. That came out of nowhere, and it was phenomenal. And other than the first smell when I opened the package, the Lamington fingers also strong finisher. For yeah, me. what a turnaround! Yeah. Let's go back Man, to the that tape. Went, that just go back to the tape. This just farted on me. <laughs> to this is great. To you ate two of them. So I had two. Yeah. I actually can appreciate a well done crunchy cookie, which the Anzacs are. Yeah, like I enjoy a you know a nice. Crunchy biscuit, as they say. All right, hold on. We got one more thing we got to try. You want a palate cleanse with the minty? We got this little thing, Allen's Minty. It's a little, it's in a wrapper, and it's kind of like uh, the consistency of... You said that like the other candies have not been in a wrapper. It's The consistency is like those uh, orange and uh, black. black things yeah. you get that Mark no one likes. It's got a little bit that. of the saltwater taffy feel to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, gosh. Oh, you man. can't even bite through it. Yeah. I your time. Yeah, but it is. You got to savor that. You're gonna lose a tooth. They taste it's like, like those, peppermint. those red and white, not the uh, hard ones. I no, with the I Christmas can't. tree. I'm gonna lose a crown the, if the I put the chewy this in ones. Uh huh. I don't have any crowns. I've never had a cavity. <laughs> so <laughs> minty. <laughs> it's so hard. Somebody asked me, "Hey Matt, what's your secret to not having any cavities? It must be not flossing. Genetics? Because I don't do that. Yeah, you're like so genetics. it's genetics." Yeah, when I go to the dentist and they're like, you need to floss more. I'm like, you could have left the last word off that sentence. <laughs> yeah. Save yourself some time. What's the last time you flossed? When you did it last time. <laughs> you, you were there. <clears throat> if the minty was 50% chewier, I would really like it. Me too. I, actually, I actually like mint quite I a bit. Too. I like mint as well. It's just too dang hard. I do like the, I, I mean, I do like the theory of they're Australian made. Mm. But yeah, it's like it's like a much stiffer taffy. But like straight up mint flavor. I do like the flavor. Yeah, it's not good terrible. It's, it's a good way to close though. Mints, like you know, the end of the end of dinner, the, the end of dinner mint. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. Anything intelligent left to say, or do no. we pretty much leave it all out there? I've got nothing left. Adam, where should they go if they want to uh, reach out to us with a comment, tell us we're doing a great job, anything like that? MotorCityGameWorks.com. Yeah. And and if hey, if y'all want to reach out to us and tell us about some content you'd like to see on there, we would love to hear that. Or on here. Yeah, like if you if you wanna if you wanna see some stuff, if there's anything on the website, if there's anything on on the podcast, if there's anything else y'all want to see or y'all want to experience, we we are we are oh, all I, about pleasing. The I people. actually did have some feedback from a, a faithful listener, friend of mine. He said we should uh, be putting questions out and then be putting polls on the website, Adam. So you got to figure that out. Yeah, I can do that. 
All right. We'll do that next time. Right on. Matt, how you doing? Good. Is that it? Where can people find you online? MD Ridlin at Twitter and Ridlin on uh, Board Game Geek. Adam, where can people find you? I'm sorry. I'm still working on this minties. <laughs> <laughs> it is chewy. I'll say that. Adam Hill Games on Twitter. Adam Hill Games on Instagram. Yeah. And um, Dad Pastor Game Designer, I believe, is your uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Dad Pastor Game Designer. Yep. That's me. Also known as the Reverend Doctor. Yep. But right on. And I'm Pinchback21 on Twitter. And that is a show. Everybody, have a good month. See you. See ya. See ya. Get me, get me.